Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Tuesday show. My name is James, and I am joined by Mr. Ultra David and TubaWare. And uh, we have some interesting changes of schedules and stuff and differences today. But how are you guys That's doing? That's right. My name is Ultra David, and here I am. I'm excited to be here, as always. That's right. That what was so rude. What are you doing? Are you having a blast? I, I'm a blasty blast. That's great to hear. I'm so happy yeah. to hear that you're having a blast, buddy. Tell me else, uh, what else is going on in your life. Uh, well, what's going on in my life is what James Super was trying to cool, say. Is things are a little bit Super different cool. today. All right. Yeah. Let's a little bit different today. Here's Go what's ahead. going on. The difference is that we have Ace King offsuit for the guest right away. He has a very reasonable schedule accommodation. That is to say he has to wake up at... Well, actually, before the crack of dawn tomorrow. Uh, so we're going to get him on as early as possible. We also have some changes on the show. Check out this second topic here. You guys will find out what it is very shortly. Uh, we're going to be talking about other stuff that happened. Look, honestly, not that much news happened. So we're going to be talking about other things and kind of having a good time on the show today. We got a bunch of mailbags as well. It's going to be fun. Yeah. But let's begin by getting to the interview. All right, so we're going straight to the interview here. Welcome, Steve, a.k.a. Look at that transition. <laughs> Look at that transition. I feel like, oh, I, I, I feel underdressed for the occasion. Well, listen, listen. Uh, we may not be the best of five, but I think we got you beating the best of ten with those transitions. Get on our yeah. level, Ace King. Dang, you, dang. You know what? Look. You know what? I... <laughs> I, 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 Alon is awesome at, you know, we, I we got, I agree. I by agree. the way, he said, he does say thank you, uh, James and David, both of you for helping him out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. For sure. For sure. Happy to, of course. Be excited to have him be in our hood very soon. Right. So yeah. every, everyone's running away from, from the central part of the country. I'm, I'm going to be all alone. It's so just going to be. It's just gonna be me and Rick, and that's it. I'm not Nobody going else, anywhere. Nobody I'm else here. Lives in Minnesota, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Me too. Nobody else important, <laughs> at least, right? So, uh, hey, I mean. you just, you know, I'm not gonna be riled up by these Californians. We know I'm we sorry. got. I'm sorry, man. You you spend you spend every week with two Californians. Mm. You kind of. You've kind of become Californian by osmosis. No, no, Tubbleware. No I love it. No, right, it'll literally never well. happen. Los Angeles Tubbleware here to party. <laughs> uh, so, Mr. Hollywood. Uh, yeah, as I can actually see the Hollywood. He's gonna sign be called. He's gonna now. be called Tubowood from for uh, you know once he moves to Hollywood. So you know, mm. and I mean I know other uh, people call him that already, right? So I'm yeah, sure. Really, that's me. Uh, we're gonna talk with you about. A few things, but I always think it's nice when people come on to talk about their origin stories in the FGC. So how is it that you became interested in fighting games? And then how is it that you became interested enough in fighting games to actually be in the FGC in a more active way? Well, like fighting games themselves, I started at a young age. Uh, I remember getting... Uh, Champions Edition, uh, bringing it home from Blockbuster. Me and my brother, whenever we had games, we had a system. He would jump on right away. I would read the manual. That's how, <laughs> that's how we worked. Are you the, yeah. the younger brother? He, he is the younger brother. 
Okay, uh, so it, you, as the older brother, you chose this life? Very interesting. It, it, you know, everyone's different. It, we, you got to find what works for you. Dude, yeah. so, um. <laughs> so, I mean, that's exactly what me and my brother would do. Well, actually, we would try to read the instruction booklet on the drive home through traffic lights if it was at night. But I would usually be the one to jump on. And, yeah, my brother would be the one to, like, instruction booklet and research huh. and stuff. So, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And Continue. Of course, and, of course, I picked Ken because Ken was American and therefore cool. <laughs> there so i was terrible with ken before being terrible with ken was cool <laughs> how um, old were you at this time this was when i was like nine okay Dang. all right so, so we're about the same age then. got it yeah um and then you know i i dabbled in and out you know i'd go to pop's arcade every now and then downtown minneapolis uh the not so nice streets of downtown Minneapolis at that time. Um, I went in, they had a Marvel 2 set up. Uh, I didn't know what I was doing. I remember this one time I played, uh, I was on there and someone jumped on and I picked Ken, Akuma, and uh, Wolverine. And the guy says, <laughs> Okay, I see what you're doing. And I, myself, I'm like, Okay, good, because I don't. <laughs> yeah, really. Like, you're just you choosing do? the pro tag team. That's all. Yeah. That's what <laughs> like, you're okay. doing. You're a kid picking your favorite characters. All right. And, <laughs> you know, Ken, I know how Ken works. Akuma looks kind of the same. He should probably kind of work the same. Um, and then But then, like, but then, like, I didn't really get into, like, the FGC side of things. Until like 2010, 2011, oh, in all you're, honesty. You're a post-09er? I'm a post-09er. Wow. Like, like, I didn't buy games right away. So, okay, yeah. so like, okay, Super Street Fighter 4 is on sale. Let me pick this up. It's been a while. And I played it and... You know, I fell back in love right away. Um, I started going to local tournaments, and I was lucky enough that my local tournaments were run by this guy named Rick Thayer, a.k.a. Combo Breaker Rick. <laughs> so, like, man, this experience Never is heard great. If, if I go somewhere else, it will work exactly the same <laughs> way, course. right? Every tournament will be exactly the same as Combo Breaker, for sure. Oh, man. Yeah. And, you know, I go there. They say my match starts at 2. It starts at 2. It's, it's like, perfect. Uh, but, you know, from there I started getting into streams and watching all the action. And then um, I remember, I think it was NCR 2012. It was either NCR or SCR 2012, where I was, like, they had their schedule up. And I was like, okay, I just want to watch some Street Fighter and some other, you know, maybe one or two other games. So let me start getting, you know, let me organize this so I know what's going on. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I put it on Reddit. You know, you know, I put it in the spreadsheet like, okay, I could probably put it on Reddit. And, you know, maybe someone else would like it. And it got like a hundred upvotes, which back then was like, oh my god, That's I'm in my penis. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you know, I'll do 
you know, I'll do it again for the next event. And then the next event. And then <laughs> all the events. Dude, I I have often said to people, I mean, this is obviously, of course, when we were offline. I mean, you're still doing some now, but there just haven't been events like there have been in the past. But, I mean, two years ago, I used to tell people, you know, if you join Twitter on the F for the FGC, the two accounts you have to follow are High Fight and Ace King Offsuit. Because your your schedules are invaluable for people to know when to watch everything. <laughs> and, you know, it's it's a little more difficult now because things have become so splintered. Right. Yeah. Like, all of these pro tours, you know, they had, they had sort of through lines through these events. Like, if you were in if you're into Soul Calibur, if you're into Street Fighter, if you're into Tekken, NEC is probably a big deal for all three of you. Right. Now, you know, with so much of it being online, it's a lot more difficult to kind of keep it all collective. So I am doing, you know, I've done other stuff with that. Um, Juked is something that comes to mind that, you know, that's a site I work with. We try and get all of the fighting game schedules in one place so you can find it. Um, very nice that their mission or, or, you know, where they started is very similar to where I wanted the FGC info to be, so that partnership's really been awesome, but cool. yeah. So when well, it came to decisions to... Oh, go, go for it. Well, I was going to just say, you know, you talked about how things got splintered after the pandemic started. Prior to the pandemic... Uh, what is your process to getting these schedules put together and how much work does it take? I, I imagine it's a lot more than most people are willing to can, do. So can I add I'm one curious. thing to this question, actually, because it's sure. very close to what I wanted to say was, how annoyed are you, Ace King Offsuit, that no website for any event lists what stream the games are going to be on? <laughs> Man, there are some that are better than others. Like... Like Texas Showdown has been really good about that. Mm. Combo Breaker, uh, you know, Big E's events have been really good about that. But you know, if if I could spread one piece of info, one piece of advice to anyone who wants people to watch their stream, it's to make it as easy as possible to find it. <laughs> you know. I am someone who will go to, like, if I don't find it on the webpage, I know, okay, I can go to the Facebook group and check there. If yeah. it's not there, well, okay, I can check their Twitter page. Okay, I also know who the TOs are. I can check their Twitter pages. Right. And hopefully someone, you know, most people aren't willing to go all that, yep. go through all that. Nope. They're and, just, and, you know, and that's one of the things that honestly, you even more than just a schedule, your spreadsheets literally tell people where to see things. Like, <laughs> I've I've found more streams via your spreadsheets, your schedules, than I have through actual Twitter and official web pages. Let me tell you, Ugh. it which it shouldn't be. You yeah. know, I. I don't want to be the schedule guy. I never wanted to be the schedule guy. <laughs> but, you know, 
you know, I love the FGC. Right. I'm not going to help it through my gameplay. My pen <laughs> is very, very suspect. Um, I'm not going to help it with commentary. I jumped on once for third strike. It, it, I got booted off the mic in about 75 <laughs> seconds. That is not... That is not an exaggeration. I mean, you didn't fall asleep, though, so that's a I, 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 I stayed awake, but, you know, people are wishing I fell asleep. Oh, man. This is something I can do. I can do this. Right. I, I like putting things in colors. I like putting numbers to things. <laughs> I can take the screenshot in Excel, and I can help the community by doing that. I found something that, that contributes to people's enjoyment of the thing I love. So I'll continue to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about your, your, your workflow for it. Like what does go into it? Uh, so, you know, I, I take a look at what events are coming up and, you know, it's, I try to get to as much as possible, but especially right now with all of my side gigs and also the fact that, there's someone else who actually enjoys spending time with me now. Uh, <laughs> it's, you know, it's not possible to do everything. Right. So, so what I do, I figure out what I can, what events I'm going to cover. And I have this Excel template. Uh, well, this Excel file that has a bunch of different templates, like, okay, I use this, you know, this size for an event that has a lot of streams. I have, this size that's you know just a couple streams if it's one stream i've got okay i've got this one for when it's uh when there's eight time zones i have to convert versus nine time zones i gotta convert depending on if it's daylight (laughs) saving time it's just something that's grown over the years right right um but it's you know it's a lot of copy pasting it's a lot of double checking websites like time and date and just making sure, you know, waiting until, okay, that's, this is final. This is going to be final. Hey, T.O., is this final? Okay, cool. <laughs> and then I can just, you know, block it out and knock it out pretty quick. Once I have the info, it's fairly quick. But, you know, it's just a matter of I've got the templates. I've got this massive pile of of game logos like that I never delete that I'm never right. gonna like I have absolute battle six in here I have like what I have MK9 nice I, I, I've got, I've still got a Street Fighter Cross Tekken logo in here oh. who, you, who, who runs Street Fighter Cross Tekken at a tournament anymore Dude, we no, are actually about to talk about Street Fighter Cross yeah, Tekken later on this, this episode. See, so. see, the, I, 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 I did that segue. For <gasps> you nailed it. Yeah, absolutely. You don't need nailed it. Well done. Well done. You nailed it. <laughs> so, uh, something I've always been curious about uh, for you is what not everybody makes the decision to, nobody else made the decision to really do these spreadsheets. And I'm curious what led up to that, right? Like you talked about your wanting to read the manual rather than play at the first point. I'm wondering in my mind, like it, what's the, what's your history with wanting to make spreadsheets? Maybe that's, is that work? Is that a hobby? 
talk about that side of things. It's it's kind of it's kind of a bit of both. Like I am you know, when you I like charting things out, I like combinatorics, I like that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um when you get to the last week of the season when you're looking at like football and you see those graphics like, okay, if A wins, B wins, C loses, here's yeah. what the playoff seeds are going to be. I like doing that sort of stuff. Right. Um, I like, you know, March Madness, filling out the black, the, the blackets, the yes. brackets. Nailed it. <laughs> oh, man. What am I? Do you oh, like, boy. do you like playing like football manager type games too? Not so much. Um, it's weird that you like all that spreadsheet stuff, but then, like, when it's turned into an actual game, you're just like, eh. I, I like numbers. What can I say? I'm the weirdo that played number munchers all the time in school. I, I, I used yeah, to love... even weird. Everybody loved number munchers. That was a, that was a banger. Dude, I used, to, I used to do spreadsheets. Like, I used to love... Someone called me at my work. They called me Rainbow James because all my spreadsheets always had all these colors in them. Because I just I'm obsessed with making the the spreadsheets have like this very beautiful presentation. So, look, I've definitely made spreadsheets related to just questions that I had about the world and like <laughs> countries and ranking them by like population and stuff. Like you're you're talking to a fellow nerd over here, okay? <laughs> I had spreadsheets. I had spreadsheets built. All right, I had spreadsheets built to keep track of the win-loss stat ratio of our third strike CPU versus CPU tournaments. All right, let me tell you that. Let me tell you that. Man, so we're somehow less nerdy than ranking country on spreadsheets by population. <laughs> Look, man, nowadays Wikipedia does it for you, so you don't need to. But yes, exactly. yeah, sure. Have I done I'm glad the yes. Wikipedia is doing that for you. You David. just gotta hope that it doesn't get caught in an edit war, and you're good. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. And, and uh. investigation cone is trying to expose me with my color-coded coat hangers. So yeah, we won't get into that mm. at, at any point Dang. in time. So. We, we will at some point. <laughs> I know I'm on a timer, but you're just going to drop that bit of info and walk away? (laughs) (laughs) Color-coded hangers? Somebody put in a mailbag question on that or something. Yeah, seriously, we got to talk about that. Uh, So so you've been making these uh, spreadsheets and Uh. and effectively calendars for quite a while. Can you talk about what's going on with Juked? So um, when I started partnering up with them, they were... Their goal was to well, and, and and what are they? They're just at a basic level. So so Juke started out uh, as a website that wanted to get to be a central source for all things esports. So the schedules, um, player info, player news, all of that in one spot because there really wasn't a spot to go mm-hmm. for it. So. They reached out to me. I I liked what they you know what they um, were planning to do. Felt like a good fit. So I've been working with them for a while. They they are actually going through a a a, a new sort of thing. We're still going to be doing schedules. Uh, we're still going to have fighting game info on there. Uh, but they actually are uh, opening up an open beta. So. Uh, if you want to head up, head to juke.gg 
to check that out. You certainly okay. can. So I'm on there. So, I mean, so what I wanted to ask, though, is like, I mean, obviously you're doing a great service to the FGC out there. I mean, this is something that, you know, you're creating content, you're doing all these spreadsheets. And like I said, you're you're unquestionably, in my opinion, one of the most valuable members of the FGC just MVP. to be able to keep the schedule together and nah. such. Do you no. have a, like a Patreon or something that like people can donate to to help you out and at least you know thank you for the work that you're putting in for all these schedules and everything? So, so here's here's my thing. I don't think I'm I like when it comes to like the schedules and stuff. I'm not doing anything that anyone else can't do. I'm about. I knew I was going to disagree with this sentence. The first like five words you said in my mind, I was like, I'm not going <laughs> to. Yep. With this <laughs> But like, it's not like I have some innate ability. It's not like I have some incredible talent that, like, I've I've literally said, if anyone wants my templates, I will gladly mail them, email them to you, and I have. And <laughs> there are some events like like Celtic Throwdown uses a schedule that's based on on the templates. Nice. So I like I have no problem not doing that. Um, I don't have a personal Patreon or anything like that, but, uh, if you do want to support me, um, I do work on this, this other fighting game podcast. Yeah, it's uh, a great one. Best of five, uh, spelled best of V, V being five. Cause you know, street fighter five, <laughs> they used to be that and Roman then, numerals. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. And that's yep. on, you get it. That yeah. that's a uh, that's on twitch.tv slash best of V. Best of V show. Best, best of V show. Yep. Uh we're on Twitch. We're on YouTube now with that name. We've got the best of V show name nice. on YouTube. I I think two episodes ago that was literally the name of our episode. Nice. <laughs> uh SoundCloud, Spotify, all that. If you do want to throw some financial support my way. Um, subscribe to us on Twitch. You know, that's me. That's Alon. That's Sharpie. Yeah. Um, we we try and do. We try to have a little fun. Um, obviously, you know, we're in the same genre and we cover a lot of the same topics. But we try and do things a little different. Yeah, uh, put, have a little different view on things. So hopefully, you enjoy Ultra Chen. Hopefully, you enjoy us. Um. Well, let's yeah, let's, so, let's talk so about it. There. Yeah, no, I we absolutely want to talk about the show. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it has. Go for it. No, I was just about to say, <laughs> what? Where did the idea come from? Who who put it together? And like, what made you guys decide to try to go in that direction? So that was not me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so way back in 2015, I want to say there was this website called Daily Dot. And they had, they started up an esports section, and they hired uh, Efren Salinas to sort of, you know, he's he brought he was brought in as their video guy, but also as their, um, excuse me, their, you know, lead the esports team. And he called a few, he called uh, Danka to bring he brought him in, and they did the show called The Loadout. 
mm-hmm. which was, you know, focused on all esports, but they'd have an episode a week that was about fighting games, which he would host. They spun that off on its own thing called Best of Three. Um, I remember that. Was, yep. Yeah, it, it was him, uh, Danka, and Ray Chun. Shout outs to Radical Ray. Um, and then, you know, they brought uh, Velociraptor on, and then a week later, I get this call because I was writing for them. Um, I was writing for Daily Dot. He he got me in the door to Daily Dot to do FGC writing based on some of the analysis I did for uh, the early Capcom Pro Tour events and figuring out who was in, who was on the cut line. So he helped me get in the door there. Uh, He gave me a call and said, oh, listen, Steve, um, I forget if it was Ricky or Justin, but like they booked them as a guest and they couldn't make it. They had something come up last minute. I may need you to come on the show next week. (laughs) I'm like, okay. (laughs) And, like, I don't know if that video still exists, but it's a panel segment with the four of us, and I'm just sort of, like, meekly raising my hand whenever I have a a point that I think might be relevant, which isn't very often. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But then they decided to keep me on, and for whatever reason, they liked me on there. Yeah. Um, And then, unfortunately, Daily Dot got uh sold um they spun they spun off uh dot esports uh and you know i oh it wasn't when it became dot esports it's dot esports got a new owner and that sort of spun it off so we just so after a while we went independent um started up best of five um Elon was there as, you know, the technical guy, but it was the four of us. And then Danka went away and John went away. And, oh, uh, Efren had real life happen. So he had to step back and Elon stepped in front of the camera. And then we brought in Sharpie and we're just continuing to work, (laughs) continuing to to block and grab and yell at each other and make weird (laughs) jokes and swear so much that I have to put in all the beeps when I edit it on YouTube. <laughs> you actually put beeps on there, huh? Oh, man. I Yeah, like, this is the thing. Like, I edit that show on YouTube. Or oh, for my God. YouTube and sound. Oh, so, my God. So, I am... Like if I I was worried about swearing here because if I swear on there you man. know that's more work for me. Man, if I swear on Listen, here, watch this. Hey, you got a, yep, you got a bunch of free ones. If you want to use some freebies here, there's not going to yeah, be any editing that needs to, needs to happen. Yeah, Make it happen. I might have to build the bank because I don't want to pack it all in in four minutes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> If you just want to let one big one rip for the next three minutes and fifty seconds, you know, be our guest. I'll I'll drop one and you won't see it coming. <laughs> Okay, okay. Yeah, right. you got it. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I will. I will say this, but man, fuck editing stuff on YouTube. <laughs> it is not fun at all. <laughs> it's it, it's tough, man. It's 
the the worst part is like I have to edit Wednesday because we do the show on Tuesday, and uh, you know it it's got to be up Thursday, right? And Wednesday is really the only day that Ace Queen is always off, so mm. I miss out a lot of time on that, oh, which but, sucks. Uh, but I do it for the people. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, I know that it's not easy to keep a show going for a long time. Like we, it's we've we've had a good run you know but i i know that it's not easy for sure so the fact that you guys have kept it going as long as you have even through all these like people leaving and stuff thankfully we haven't had to deal with that right like it's just been it hasn't been like that uh but but all these you know changes that have happened from different places different people you have kept it going and i think that's super cool well now is as good as time as any to announce that uh, i'm gonna be leaving the show yeah, it's Permanently. gonna be it's gonna be only me from now on. Actually. Forever, it's gonna be the Ultra David show. I'm taking, I'm taking James with me. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's be... done. We're 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 out of here. Generation spacing is breaking off on its own <laughs> right, at yeah. this point. Tupperware uh, disappears, and then next week he comes back as Tubblewood. There oh, you go. Man, That's man, right. He's going to have the star shades on and everything, yeah, and the background's going to be the Hollywood in. sign instead. It's, it's gonna, I mean, it's gonna be I, like, mean like, I could go full Hawaiian shirt, man. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I could do it. It's going to be like WWE where we just pretend like he wasn't this – uh, that he's go. a completely different person. He's he's, yeah, he's right, now yeah. officially Tubo Wood down there now. So there you <laughs> go. Uh, so for the show – you talked about your first time on there and, and feeling like you were being kind of meek. Had you had experience in on-camera stuff or in speaking in public before this? Not a ton in this sort of... Like, I had been a class president, Ooh, but dang. that was back when I was in third grade when being <laughs> smart was cool. <laughs> and then... Once you make the transition to middle school, everyone's like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw it coming. I, you, there you, you go. You, you saw it coming. <laughs> but yeah, awesome. I, you know, I really hadn't done anything on camera. So mm. I, I, I know I was worried about sucking. Now I'm just completely okay with sucking on camera. See, before I was worried that I would reason. suck, now I'm okay. <laughs> Saying that you're okay with getting with sucking on camera, that's yeah. There may be that some might be a bit much. That, look, 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 not, look, we're not prepared look, to accept every obscenity, to be clear. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no. Perfect. The sad thing is, Pete, you're going to think that was a bit. No, I wasn't thinking like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I mean, talk to me though. How uh, about you know uh, Sharpie joining the show and everything like that? How's that been? She is, you know, she is fantastic. She brings a completely different point of view than what I or Alan possibly could have. Um, we are, you know, she's someone who, you know, we had a bit of transition when you know hint when uh, John and John and, uh, uh, and Elon, right? No, not oh, Ephraim, Elon. Ephraim, Ephraim. No, no, Ephraim was gone for a while. Danka. When John and Danka were oh, leaving, because okay. my brain is shut off. Yeah, yeah I was just yeah. letting you work through it, man. I knew who you meant, but I was yeah, just letting sure, you yeah. know figure it so, out. But you know, I have DMs from her saying, "Hey, let me on the show." 
I want to be on the show. Let me on the show. They're like, okay, let me let me talk to the guys, and then the guys became less guys, yeah. and then even less guys. And they're like, okay, come on in, come on in, <laughs> yeah. Water's fine. I think it's great, man. the The result is a is a really good show for sure. Um, it airs just before our show goes on. Um, starts at. 4 p.m., uh, well, whatever your time zone is. But, 7 p.m. Um, Eastern, 4 p.m. Yeah. Pacific. Um, Twitch.tv slash Best of V Show. Um, we're, we're online on Thursdays on YouTube as well. Thursday mornings, as long as I can get the editing done. Please let me get the editing done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's great. I really recommend that everybody watch. Uh, please to check it out. And thanks a lot for coming on to chat with us about that and everything else, dude. Yeah, well, but before you. you before you go, I always ask the question: Where did the handle come from? Ace King offsuit, obviously a poker reference here. Oh God, there is an alternate timeline where I am the last Hairbender. But what? So what? So, so I was <laughs> when I was going to tournaments. I was doing this thing where I would enter as. There, I was bullied a bit in school, you know, because I was, I was smart and you're the class president. Yeah. Come on, what a nerd! No, this was after. This was this was in the not cool to be smart period. <laughs> um, but there's this one guy who would call me, you know, like Hetty Murphy, Albert Einstein, you know, a whole <laughs> dinosaurus Rex, which I can laugh at now. Yeah, because they're kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, I would enter a, a lot. I would enter tournaments under a different name. And, you know, none of them really felt like they'd stick. And then I came across that I went with the last hairbender. That's so good. That's it really but, is good. It, it's a really good one. But the thing is, like, when I signed up for Reddit I and Twitter... Like, I was, this was during the poke, or it wasn't during the poker boom, but I was into the poker boom when the poker boom was happening. And Ace King Offsuit was the first poker name I could think of that wasn't taken. So I signed up for, you know, I signed up for Reddit on that. I signed up for Twitter for, with that name. And I became a lot more known for my schedules than my play. So I'm like, screw it. I just might, might as well be Ace King offsuit. I could have been calling you the last hairbender this whole time. You could have calling you the last hairbender from now on. 100%. It, it's, you know, Kesarasara. <laughs> <laughs> but what will be is that I'm going to be calling you that from now on. Uh, you, uh, did you not use your one use? Did it not happen? He did. No, you said it. Did I you noticed not catch? it. I even called. I literally called it out. Yeah. Oh. I said, "Hey, I saw that coming." Oh, I didn't hear it. I missed. You're it. just so he just completely yeah. swears. Jesus. I mean, the problem was it was is that David was falling asleep on the show. I think. So oh my think god! Was, what a segue of sorts. All right, dude. Thanks a lot for coming <laughs> on to the show. You can follow him on Twitter at the Last Hairbender. <laughs> Is that taken? I mean, you gotta go claim that right now. Somebody, dude, has, make... dude that's gotta be, that's taken. Gotta be taken. Yeah, that's gotta be taken. Yeah. All right. This account does not exist. 
Take it now. Take it, it now. Just in five minutes. Just create it. <laughs> right. Create yeah. it yeah. now. Yeah. Create it. Because if you right. don't, somebody in the chat is going to do right, it God. right now. For so. sure. Oh, yeah. God. I got to sign out then. Oh, no. All right. I got to go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Later. All right. Go to sleep. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. All right, bud. All right. There we go. Thanks to the last hairbender for coming on to the show here. And, um... Yeah. Uh, again, I mean, we should probably try. I mean, I, I just, I don't, I, I don't know if I can be reliable enough on it. But at four p.m. Pacific time, we should just like host the show like on our channel, like just automatically. Can okay. we? Actually, I think we can just set it up to automatically host them, Indeed right? We can. Yeah. We let's can just do that. that. Let's just okay. do yeah, that. You got then. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, if if I'm never not working, which is honestly rare at that time, but if I'm ever not, then I'm always watching that. Okay, uh, okay. I, I cool. really recommend checking it out. All right, cool. Well, we're going to move on to the next one. Again, we only had the guest at the beginning because he had to go to sleep really early. Right. And he has to wake up really early for work. So, you know, very reasonable request. Happy to move it around a little bit. But let's move on to the rest of the show. Yeah, so uh, one of the things that we're going to try to do here is just try to add some fun stuff to the stream, to the show and everything. So we're introducing this concept called Timer Busters. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but next to our name are these stars, uh, uh, like right down there. You can actually see it says J. Chenzo Star Ultra. So this is like, I mean, for those America Got Talent fans out there, this is like our golden buzzers. Like we can only use one per show basically right we're only allowed we don't have to use it we just only get Correct. to use one each. right but the idea is there's a lot of times we run out of time and tubo's like you know what we're out of time so let's move on and like we're like no i want to keep talking some more so we've added the concept of the timer buster where each of us once a week are allowed to just say you know you know what i want to keep talking we activate our timer buster, and once we've activated, we get two minutes we've determined right now. We may change the time as it was before, but we add uh, two minutes to the clock. And, oh, dang, last hairbender is taken. <laughs> and we're the only one who can talk during that time. Yes, it's, and we're the we only the one that can talk. Yes, you, and when then you, when you use very it, you, last get, word. you get the last word on the topic, and then right. we got to move on. Everybody else is annoyed, but that's what's fun about it. Right, and so <laughs> what, what we're going to do here then is we have these timer busters, and do you want to demo the timer busters for everybody here? Because we might not be guaranteed to use them all on stream. Each person can just type in the chat to interrupt. Oh, get Tomo oh. busted. Oh, no. That's... Oh no, he did it! He did it! The madman! Well, I can't be talking actually, it's all on Tupperware now. No, I don't have anything else to say. I'm just demoing for, for everyone. Right. So that's uh that's Tubo's uh timer buster. David, do you want to show your timer You'll buster? You'll see mine when it's good and ready. Alright, well, I'll show you mine here. This is mine here. That's my timer buster. It says danger time, but I call it anger time. I think uh, uh, anger, time. anger time. Yeah, it's anger time because that's the the way that I am. So, how absolutely how dare you, TC Punk? I can't believe it. Anyway, that, <laughs> can't wait for fart. the fart what? sounds played over 1984 Dune scenes. What a read! <laughs> what a read! All right, let's let's move on and maybe it'll come up. Yep, and see, 
I, I love it. Thank you, Axiom, for trying. We've made sure that you guys can't activate our timer busters. Yeah. Only yeah, us bastards. can activate We knew what you'd them. all be up to. Absolutely. <laughs> I would do it, too, if I were them. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, <laughs> it would just be constant. It would just be... We would just see this all day. So, here we go. Three, two, one, go, go. So, there Host you go. for uninterrupted rant. All right, cool. Yeah, well, let's... Make it happen. Yep. All by right. moving on to the next topic. So let's talk about the next topic. If you guys came in here and saw the, uh, the the intro and saw the picture of a dude sleeping on a pillow and wondering what the hell is that all about, uh, there's not a lot of news going on today. And so I figured this was something that we could talk about because it literally happened at NEC this past weekend. And the clip kind of went viral and it was uh, very, very... Uh, like I said, it was viral, and 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 uh, basically the clip is Sir Ainsworth on commentary at NEC coming back from a break, and he's commentating with uh, who's he commentating with? I forget. Swag. I don't recall. Swag. Oh, That's right, right. Yeah, and uh, Swag starts talking, and Sir Ainsworth is off to the side, and he's. Do you want me to play the clip, David? Absolutely, is... I want you to play the clip. Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't even a break? What was it then? It was, I'm pretty sure it's in between matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't, yeah. yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was straight. They were in, yeah. They were in match and my boy nodded off. Oh man. Oh, I thought it was coming back from a break. Hang on a second. Why is this not playing? <laughs> Strong shot. All right, let's do this full screen. Let's bring it up here. The video. Where is Absolutely, we play the clip. All right, here we go. Yeah, so here you go. Let me put the volume up so you guys can hear this. Strong showing, Geo Braun. You love to see the Spider Man. Hey, you good? Yo. Luke, you good? You in his jacket mm -hmm. like he is he is bundled up like this yes. ready. he's ready for uh -huh. the nap like you said you do this you're setting yourself up like that's that's the i'm gonna take a nap move 100 yeah. percent. and I, I like that when he woke up he first looked at the camera like that was his eyes went immediately to the camera <laughs> yeah like, not, not to anybody else not to you know no he was he knew exactly where to look mm -hmm. it was genius actually mm -hmm. Uh, so I feel I feel a little bit bad. We're, our intention is not to pick on him. In fact, we're going to be talking about our own experiences with yeah, this. Yeah. Uh, and and he said that what happened was that he had flown to Atlanta to hang out with some friends. Uh, so that was a lot. You know, it was he was tired from that. And then the next day he flew to Philadelphia for NEC, and his room wasn't ready to for him to check into, so he couldn't go to sleep. And then Marvel started, and then it just ended up going super late to like midnight or something. And it was just like this circumstance that's a real big unfortunate mess. And as a result, he was really tired. Dude, I I, I saw it and I was dying laughing, not because I thought it was 
I wasn't laughing at him. I was laughing definitely with him because as David can tell you, this is a very common problem for me on commentary. Uh, I get sleepy a lot on commentary and uh, I even tweeted out that the worst, the worst that it ever was. I've told the story on stream before was that commentating pre-patch street fighter cross Tekken, I almost fell out of my chair like, this was for the 25th anniversary. This was in Austin, Texas. We were doing the 25th anniversary. I almost fell out of my chair, and Nidel, who was streaming and working at Capcom at the time, looked at me and was like, really? <laughs> well, during that, for that event, that was, what was it, Cross Tekken and Third Strike and Street Fighter Four, And was there ST as well? Yeah, well, that, yeah, I think so. I think we were, were commentating a lot. of And, and, and basically, Cross it was only on us. We, we were the only commentators for it. And so we did 12 hours a day or something like that. Cross Tekken was the newest game, so it was always last. It was last, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like 12 hours into this thing, a game that James was not into was the very <laughs> last one. And it's a slow one. I, you know, I didn't enjoy it at first. I got to a little bit. I really liked the follow-up, actually. But for sure, that version of it was a really slow game. And um, and I, I totally, I totally understood. But yeah, you... You did almost fall out of your chair that one time. Um, you James had to... like, James, you're like the end of FGC commentary. Like the sniper, the old man sniper in Metal Gear Oh, Gears yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with like super specialized sniper, the greatest sniper probably of all time, right? Very good at what he does. But he's old and he just falls asleep yeah. sometimes. And if you that's, actually that's don't, Jed, you're the end. And if you don't play the game for a long time and come back and they detect, it, <laughs> I think dies. it was like three day, three days. He actually Something dies like of that. old age. Yeah, yeah. he just dies. He uh, dies, which is so freaking genius, by the way. Shout out to Kojima. Uh, but David has definitely kicked me and 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 hit me a bunch of times to to wake me up. I also told the story that I think it was that combo break or something. I was commentating with Sejam. And at one point, I just, like, started phasing out. And for some reason, I started thinking about, like, Justin Wong's matches or something. And so I woke up, and I was like, oh, God. And, yeah, blah. And, you know, with Justin Wong's not. And then, like, Justin's not even playing. And I was like, God, how do I make this make sense? And I was like, if Justin was playing, duh. And, like, Sejam just looked at me like, what the hell is even happening here? And I had to explain to him, like, in the break room what the hell happened. Dude, but he thought was, you were having a stroke. He was like, what is right. going dude, on? Dude, I was definitely going senile, dude. I was definitely going senile. And uh, it's it's a it's a problem. I mean, what the reason why I liked it is because I had a chance to talk about it. Because, you know, while... On one hand, it sounds like, damn, James, you're just like not professional at all, right? But dude, you know, there's two factors to this. One, I've often compared commentary to driving a car long distance. You're like focused, you're sitting, and it just, you know, when you drive a car long distance, have you ever just got to that point where you just can't stay awake and then it's just because it's just droning and like, even though you're not doing anything, it's like hard to stay awake. I think commentary is a lot like that. We can barely even remember matches that happened five minutes ago we can't even keep track of the score count half the time right like it's weird it's it's really hard to do um secondly honestly like this is actually not even outside of my sleep schedule this is a problem that i've actually had uh for most of my life 
at my job, I had to warn my managers that I fall asleep during meetings a lot of the time. I am the person that falls asleep while driving. Like my brother has to like keep me awake when we were going to college and stuff like that. Like on the freeway, we'd have to try to keep each other awake and stuff like that. It's really bizarre, but um, talking to someone else who suffered from the same problem, they said that a lot of it has to do with uh, bad nostrils, deviated septum kind of thing. Because, uh, one, I have sleep apnea, so I snore a lot and everything yeah. like that. But you don't get enough oxygen to your brain. So uh, that's what makes you fall asleep in those kind of situations. So, <laughs> And uh, I've had that problem, like, my whole life. And so it happens during commentary as well, which is uh, kind of hard. <laughs> well, I, w I will say that when you like realize the sleep apnea and you took steps for it. And also we were no longer doing 12 hours a day. I see yeah. you talking about that in the chat. That was like an early commentary thing that definitely yeah. happened and mm -hmm. just doesn't happen. And hasn't happened for a long time at this point. Uh, so it's not like as much of a problem for you as it, as it once was. Uh, I mean, sometimes David, you'll see me stand up during commentary. That's also yeah. a method that I try to use to kind of fight that as well. So for sure. Uh, for me, I haven't actually fallen asleep on commentary, but I've been really tired. I was thinking about this. I was a few times when we were doing Wednesday Night Fights back in the day and showing up every week. Uh, I remember being really tired, really tired on a few of those occasions and like not really having much to add. Um, I, and there was also one time when I did two week, two majors in one weekend, which I think were final round and... Yeah. And the KI uh, World the Cup. The KI Cup, yeah. Yes. And that was... I, I didn't fall asleep for sure. And I was excited, you know, I mean, it was a really hype event, but I was definitely like not at the top of my game. <laughs> I was for sure a little tired. Um, those are the, those are the situations that I can think of where it's come closest for me. What about you, Tubbowear? You know, wish I could relate. A professional like me, always mm -hmm. on top of my game. Mm -hmm. Eight hours, 10 hours, 12 hours, doesn't matter. Never mm -hmm. get tired. Voice never never cracks, never breaks, never mess up a segue. I'm just the greatest there is, ever was, and ever will be. So I wish I could relate to you guys out there falling asleep. But no, seriously, I, I've never, I've, I've legitimately never actually, um, like got it, like Dude, not it off. Even wait till you life. get older. Wait till you get older, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm old. I'm about to be 34 in a couple months. I'm an old man now. I'm not. I'm not a spring chicken anymore. Well, but also, I, I haven't done live tur tournament commentary in almost two years. Frosty yeah. Faustings will be the first time since Frosty Faustings in 2020. So, uh, yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah, surprise! I'll be at Frosty's. Um, but like, but yeah, like I, I've I, I've definitely had some rough times. Yeah. Uh, the last in-person combo breaker, actually, I made some real bad choices. I didn't real i was in like the 24 hour one of the many 24 hour areas and i stayed up talking with people until like 5 a.m and i had to be up for a commentary at 11 i think is when the block was Dang. uh so i tried to go back into my room by the time i got back to my room it was bright outside so i just i couldn't fall asleep and i, I nodded off for like an hour and a half and when i woke up i had the worst cold ever like snot oh, just falling out of my face no. Uh, and Airborne, Airborne was actually sick too. Uh, the commentator I was doing top eight with for it was this is for MVCI, the last in-person combo breaker MVCI. Oh. Uh, and and he, so we were both like terribly sick, um, but the matches were so cool. And I'm very lucky that 
uh, Kinder Party was top eight. He was top eight, and he'd played really well against um, Dual Kevin. So that kind of seeing your boy up there doing that will will get your blood flowing. And I got lucky because even though the matches were really really good, uh, I was I was hurting. I was very very yeah, hurt. That's that was that that was that's probably like the one real bad story I have with where like I just want to get this. So like even though I'm having fun. Jesus, I want this to end. I'm so tired. Yeah, I think one of the hardest commentary sessions that David and I did was Evil Pools for Marvel 3. Like, it was like the vanilla Marvel 3, and it was the 8 a.m. For those 8 a.m.s? Oh. Yeah. We did that yeah, for SF4 as well. Yeah. I, I mean, the thing was, we were more familiar with SF4. This is like the first year of Marvel, and we were doing it, yeah. and, like, the players weren't very good. Yeah, yeah well, dude. The vanilla, <laughs> vanilla Marvel three pools at Evil sounds like. Oof, what do you round, even commentate? Round one of pools is always tough at Evo because so many people show up, and very few of them have you know actual like plans to place top eight to at play, Evo. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah. A lot of people are just going there to hang out, which is obviously legit. But that means that sometimes, oftentimes, to be frank, the very Most first times. round matches are people who are like not intending to win the pool. And those are those are pretty tough matches to watch and commentate. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I will say one thing too is that I still remember this too. This was really odd to me. I I have this memory. If you guys remember APOC, right? You guys know APOC, yeah. right? There was one year at Evo where APOC ran up to me and I was he was asking me how my commentary was going or whatever like that, and I was just like, I'm really sleepy. He's like yo, this is the next wave of stuff right here. Like, this is like this little... He just handed me this tiny little bottle uh -oh. and he was like, this is like an energy drink kind of thing, right? Like, this is going to be the next big thing. It's supposed to keep you up. Try some. And I was like, all right. I tried it. Eight-hour energy? It was like the most disgusting thing I'd ever tasted. I was like, this is gross. This will never become a thing. And uh, <laughs> look where we're at now. <laughs> right? What was it? I, I don't know. Hour energy, right? It was just like it's just like was some sort of energy drink that probably was before five hour energy. You remember five hour energy was yeah, the first five hour, one. That's what I meant. Five hour energy. Yeah, yeah I absolutely now, thought you were gonna say that it was cocaine. Absolutely. No, 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 no. It was not. It was not. It was not. You don't drink it. People, people generally do it because they like how it smells. Right now, here's the crazy thing: was uh, yeah. I still remember the first year five hour energy came out. And this was before I got my CPAP device. So this is when I still had the, C, the, 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 the sleep apnea. So that Evo, I remember drinking about 25 to 30 hours worth of a uh, five-hour energy drink during the course of that week, weekend to try to stay awake. And it was miserable. And uh, I will tell you right now, and this is, you know, uh, shout outs to Red Bull because Red Bull actually works pretty decent for me yeah. whenever I get tired. There's some, a lot of the ICFC EU streams because those are early in the morning for me. I, I have to chug a Red Bull, uh, you know, while I'm doing the commentary for that just to be able to, to maintain the energy and such. But you shout know, outs to sugar free Red Bull, number one flavor. Yeah. Guys, guys, we're trying to get Monster as a sponsor, okay? Oh, we love Monster. We really love Monster. Monster, yeah. I Low love carb energy. I love the way that it burns my mouth. That's my favorite thing about Monster. <laughs> I, I, I mean, honestly, G Fuel's really good too. The taste really well. Although G Fuel gets me more wired, I think, than Red Bull does. And yeah, I will say, G Fuel like technically a pre-workout. Like, aren't you supposed to do stuff after you take G Fuel? Maybe, maybe. I don't know, but the, the color it turns my tongue is always impressive. That's my favorite thing about G Fuel. 
I I will say also another thing though is that watermelon Red Bull is like dangerous for me because I actually have gotten to the point where I really like the way that it just tastes and I can drink a lot of watermelon red yeah i stopped drinking monster because i was drinking like two a day every day for like two weeks straight it was not a good look i know for one event the the, the hardest thing to commentate for me with respect to people falling asleep is not when they're actually asleep because i've commentated with people who are asleep a couple a couple of times yeah uh Um, uh that's not that big of a deal like you see that they're asleep and okay well you know punch them um, no, I mean, whatever. Like He's if kicked I know me in the feet. He kicks me in the feet. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, that, that has happened, but it's just not that big of a deal because I know that they're asleep. They're not going to be contributing. Fine. It's just on me for this period of time until they wake up. Whatever. What is harder for sure is when they could, they're on the line between being <laughs> awake worst. and not awake. That's the hardest. Absolutely. Yep. To commentate. Yeah. That's when, uh, that's when you get the Justin Wong. Yep. A hundred percent. Lucid dreaming. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or it, it's when you get somebody who's talking because they recognize that they're about to fall asleep. One way to avoid falling asleep is to talk, 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 talk. Try to keep yourself awake. Let's talk, talk. And it's just inane. And it's just like what I was saying right there. Talk, talk. It's just useless. You start to that's, slur. That's hard. <laughs> yeah, it's it gets it sounds weird. As the co-commentator, you can't make any predictions about like, what's my co-commentator going to like say next? Like, <laughs> what do they, you just have no idea because they don't know either. They're about to fall asleep. That is actually a little bit harder than actually commentating yeah. somebody who's actually asleep. And, and, and what's funny is I mentioned this on social as well, but I've gotten to the point now where, you know, I have so much experience with getting sleepy on commentary that sometimes when I'm at home and I'm listening to streams, I can tell when someone's falling asleep. Absolutely. Yeah, you just start hearing them talking, and then you can hear the kind of things they're saying. And you know how it feels when you get into that weird state. And so the the, the connections that they're making between the points that they're talking are just off enough that I know that's what's happening. For sure. Yeah, but yeah, no, I mean, Blocks of Face was actually saying, you know, avoid sleeping while driving yeah i used to have that problem all the time and me and my brother we used to live really far away from ucla the first year that i was going we lived in el monte because we had a relative that lived out there so that's like two hour drive both ways you know because we were driving through the heavy traffic and yeah every morning and especially on the way back because what happened to ainsworth as well as he said it got cold i will tell you that temperature is also a huge determining factor on how well I can stay awake if it's too cold or if it's too warm dude like that is like the that is like the recipe for putting some all right to baby bear you got to be just right huh <laughs> yeah absolutely all dude. Right. I okay. mean come on dude we're we're commentators you have to cater the venue to us right I mean we're the stars no I'm just kidding um, absolutely yeah 100% <laughs> all right everybody enough of this Here's what Wait, I have to you say. You can't use it in the middle. You can only use it with the timer. in the middle of the timer. What is this? <laughs> We're clearly just like droning on at this point. So I suggest that we uh, we move on to the next topic. <laughs> well. Got him. Got him. Do it again. Do it again in case people missed it. Because they, they have to see the, uh, the text here. Objection. I wanted I wanted to be known that it actually wasn't my idea to have the fart noises in there. True, <laughs> True story.
She was not my call. Now, yeah. I think Sh- it's genius, and I didn't say no to it, but it it wasn't my idea. Shoutouts shout to, uh, there's actually uh, just an objection generator out there, which I use for that. And uh, it just generates that, and you can, you can choose all the characters, the different reactions, and Phoenix Wright slamming the table, I felt like, was the appropriate one right there. So, yeah. It is excellent. No doubt about it. Yeah, we yeah. but on. in case you guys have just joined and don't know what the hell that it was, those are the, our timer busters that we can actually just type in here to take, like, to extend the timer for just a little bit, and then uh, three, two, one, go, go, go. have the last word on a topic like that. So you have to uh, delete David Star. Jesus, that <sighs> David Star. You have to delete David Star. Is David Starr a person that we? I, I just know? think that's like a that's like a book about Jewish people and it you just call it the Star David Star Star of David. Star of David. Well, listen, man, I don't know. I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm just saying. As soon as I said that, I was like, oh, well. <laughs> I mean, I just love the fact that David's timer buster. He has to type in David Buster, which sounds yeah, like the like the franchise. It. I think that's endlessly amusing to me that it sounds like the arcade I franchise. So I'm so down for sure. Know. All right, let's move on to the next topic. All right. Uh, when did you want to take a break? Fuck uh, it, let's, let's do just it. Go. Yeah, let's just yeah, run it. Yeah, cool with me. I mean, normally we take the break so we can prepare the guest. But we yeah, prepare but then the we guest. can also make like ten cents in ads, right? I mean, true. It's true. Well, I mean, I'm I'd rather I'd rather have my three minutes back in my life. Than All right, let's ads. move on to the Red Bull Kumite, which is coming up this weekend. It is, of course, the 13th and 14th of November, and it will be an event that's happening in person, offline, that's in right. the meat space. In the meat space? The yeah, in the meat space in Las Vegas. The meat space, as compared you know. to the not meat. The vegetarian space? How do you guys not know the term the meat space? The hell is this? It's not virtual. You haven't had you haven't existed on I just call that in person or yes, real that's life. That's the joke, right? It's a joke about that. All right, moving well, on. I can't right. believe my co I seriously thought that right that now. was the name of the venue or something. Like because I could venue totally in picture... Las Vegas. Dude, meat a space. venue meat in space. Las Vegas called the Meat Space? I mean, come on. Like M-E-E-T uh, space, right? I like could, I seriously. I right? There's there could be a place called the Meat Space in Las there Vegas. There's a hundred percent probably a place already in Las Vegas called the Meat Space. I yeah. Maybe there's a maybe there are a couple places outside of Vegas that you can go to that you can visit called the meets <laughs> particular meetings. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway, moving on. Here's what's coming on. Egg slut. Egg slut. Not Kumite. slut egg. Egg slut is the name of the restaurant. So that is definitely also in Vegas and in Los Angeles as well. So. And it's a good restaurant. They got great sandwiches. Yes. Rebel Kumite mm-hmm. again. The November thirteenth and fourteenth. Here's what's happening. They have three games: Street Fighter Five and Guilty Gear Strive and Tekken 7, and for each one of them, they have 8 or 16 players, including last chance qualifiers. Um, let me just run through who the players are, because yeah, the lists uh-huh. are really great. For Street Fighter 5, it is Big Bird, Mena RD, Idom, Mono, Oil King, Angry Bird, Mr. Crimson, Punk, Problem X, Brian F, Ronaldinho BR, Uzura, Yosan, NL, Goichi... <laughs> 
and LCQ winner, which happens in person, so we don't know quite yet. Um, Strive. BNBBN, Sonic Fox, Apology Man, Daru Ino, Obo. Gobo's in there, uh, Yuria Legion, Skill, the Soul Calibur player. Yes. Who actually won Strive at the Red Bull Gladiators event. Uh, we didn't actually talk about that, but that was an event that happened a few weeks ago that took place in a Roman Coliseum. That's right, yeah. An actual ruin of a Roman Coliseum. So, so cool. Or maybe it was an amphitheater, now that I think about it, but whatever. Uh, that's super, super cool. And then Diaphone won the online LCQ yeah, I, for Strive. I have heard amazing thing about Skills Guilty Gear play. So, because uh, I talk to the EU guys for ICFC all the time, right. and they're like, "Yeah, no, uh, C4 actually fights against Skill, and he actually says he's ridiculous in the game." So that's gonna yeah. be awesome. You won that event. <clears throat> uh, Tekken has Cuddlecore, Book, Knee, Gen, Super Akuma, Anakin, Arslan Ash, and then there's an LCQ that happens in person for that event as well. So eight players for Strive, eight players for Tekken, and sixteen players for Street Fighter Five. Yeah, and this is gonna be in Vegas. It's it's gonna be at the same venue, right? The 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 the, the esports arena. Yeah. The esports arena in in Vegas. Is it at esports arena? Um, I don't remember offhand. It's definitely in Vegas. Right. That it, it's sense, it's not open to the public though, right? So there's no live audience there. I'm I'm there not is sure. Not as far as I know. Yeah, I know some people are gonna go and try to spectate. Uh, so I, I'm sure they'll let some people in, probably depending on who they are and such. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say some people. <laughs> by by that you mean known figures in the FTC. They're not letting anybody in there. Uh, so no, it's actually not at the uh, esports arena oh, okay. in uh, in Luxor. It looks like it's actually at Caesars. I just looked up the address that it's okay. That it's okay. At, so it's at. Okay, so it's it's, it's, the, it's at the meat space in Caesars then. Okay. Caesars meat space, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so look, I mean, talk to me a little bit about who oh boy, you just... think wins among those three. Uh, look, Street Fighter Five is impossible to call. Every tournament, I think, for Street Fighter Five is almost impossible to call. We'll 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 hint on this, but like. You know, for East Asia, Southeast Asia, this last weekend, you know, Sien's in the bracket. And you're like, clearly Sien is going to, you know, dominate. Yeah. And he goes 0-2 in top 8, right? So it's just like, I think Street Fighter Five at this point in time is just... Uh, but, I mean, looking at the list right there, I mean, you, you kind of have to go Punk or Idom at this point, right? Like, if you had to pick one, I feel like it's one of those two. Oh, spectators are oh. allowed, people are saying. Oh, they okay, are cool, allowed. Oh, cool. sick. Cool. Nice, nice. Even better. So out of all those players, you pick the two Americans, huh, James? I mean, look, they would be guaranteed to win if Logan and F-Word were commentating their matches, right? <laughs> right, <So>. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, look, they're they're two of the best right now, I think. And uh, it's I don't think it's a crazy pick, to be honest. I don't think it's a crazy pick either. Looking at that, I mean, first what I want to say about it is that I think it's so cool that they made some of the picks that they did. That's one thing yeah. that always happens for Red Bull and a good invitational. We talked about this a little bit last week. A good invitational should have players that like aren't the ones that you see every time, right? That's mm -hmm. part of the draw as the viewer is to see people who you're like, oh, I know they're a good player, but like I wouldn't necessarily have picked them to be here. Like that is, I think that's a really cool draw mm -hmm. actually. Deserving people, but like a little bit off the wall picks. 
So is that I, Yosan the same as the Guilty Gear Yosan player, the Testament player? That one I don't know, ago? but he's a he's okay. a jury player. He's been around for quite a while. Okay, uh, okay, very strong player. But I don't know his history before. Okay, before Street Fighter. I think he played. I think he played her in four as well. He's been playing her for a long time. Um, anyway, my my pick. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you're crazy to pick one of those two. It's just it's just so hard to say nowadays because we have had so little international competition actually meet up mm-hmm. like. Well, especially offline, but in any context in Street Fighter Five, at least with gear, you have like transcontinental first attends or whatever. You can't do that <laughs> in Street Fighter Five. So, like, who really knows? Nobody really right. knows. It could be that Mr. Crimson's the best player in the world. Would I be surprised? No, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised at that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I guess if I had to make a pick, I would. I'd probably say Punk. I guess I don't know. I don't feel confident in that at all. No, like I said, it's impossible to pick Street Fighter Five winners at this point. I mean, does anyone stand out to you, Tubo? I like my boy Goichi all the way. Goichi. I have no reason to. I have no reason to pick Goichi. I'm picking Goichi <laughs> different. No, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I think Idom's like the obvious choice. I mean, yeah, yeah. dude, he's, some uh, he's pretty people- incredible. Some people are talking about commentators in the chat as well. And yeah, yeah Sejam. Sejam will be there. He, that, this is going to be the first time he's commentating Street Fighter Five in like two years or something like that, he said. It's the first it's time a, commentating in person at all. In like, right, in like two well, years. It's ridiculous. how it dude. is for almost everybody. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, obviously he has he should be able to commentate street fighter in yeah. conclusion well he Problem can obviously going, right yeah. he's going to he's going to red oh, bull this, yeah. yeah 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 but you know capcom should probably look into talking to Sajan at some point yeah um and then nephew, in, nephew is not in the list uh nephew's not in the list yeah look i mean again they had 16 players you'll notice that it's yeah. not very heavy on japanese player participation uh, but they got players from like multiple different continents, and yeah, really Ro- Ronaldinho I think is a wonderful pick. You know, super getting cool. him from Brazil to, to to represent, I'm super happy about that one. And then in Strive, talk to me about who you like again. The players are BNBBN, Sonic Fox, Apology Man, Daru Ino, Gobo, Uriel Legion, Skill, and Diaphone. It all depends on who Gobo is playing. Oh, yeah. All depends on that. If he wants to be stubborn and pick Gold Lewis, I don't like him. If he wants to win the event and he picks Zato, I like Gobu free. free? I like Gobu free. No way. Winning no. from winners, I like Gobu. No. Winning from winners, not losing he a set played all day. Zato in some of those ICFC Asias and Daru won all of those events this is this is not online though this is offline dude and we, you we haven't that... seen i i do think it matters i do think it matters but also no but i'm saying you don't seen... think it's gonna make daru better too no no i i think daru plays a very reactionary character I think Zato puts you in mix-ups where you, you you can't react i mean obviously there's some real nasty shit that Eno does as well but I think right. Eno is easier to deal with in neutral on reaction offline than she is online, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, but I just feel like both of the characters are going to be a little bit easier to block offline, I think. so. I've never been hit by an overhead from Zato during Eddie Price's <laughs> <in my> life. <laughs> Who do you pick, David? Uh, 
Yeah, um, I, it's it's hard for me to say. I, I don't know which Sonic Fox is going to show up, I guess, is maybe how I would take this. If Sonic Fox, I know, I know Fox has been playing a lot again, but if it's the Fox who's like motivated and is taking it seriously and really training up and wants to do their best and like intends to do their best, um, then I think I'm going to pick Fox. But I don't know if that's the case necessarily. So it's hard for me to say. I mean, I should say this. We haven't talked about this. There's going to be prizes on the line. So first place for Strive Top 8 is $6,000. Second place is 2500 And then third and fourth get twelve fifty. So it's quite a drop-off and quite a bit for first place. I'm going to go I'm gonna go with Fox. I'm going to go with Sonic Fox. You know what? There it All is. Right. That's a bold pick. That's a bold pick, Cotton. <laughs> Isn't it weird? Isn't it weird that you can say it's a bold pick to pick Sonic Fox in anything? Yeah, that's it super is weird. weird, right? It is weird. Like it is usually, weird. it's like that's the obvious. Sonic Fox is in the tournament. Easy pick. That's right. who I'm picking. But yeah, it's weird that we have to be like, hmm, Sonic Fox. That's real questionable. All of a sudden, <laughs> that's who and I like. Tekken. We've got Cuddlecore book. Knee, Gen, Super Akuma, Anakin, Arslan Ash, and of course, LCQ uh, winner. So we obviously can't pick that. So, because uh, the LCQ is in person. What do you go with that one? Uh, we'll start with David first this time. I just don't know enough about it to feel confident in saying either way, to be honest. Pick something, nerd. I'm going to say Knee. David sounding like that guy who was questioning being questioned about a uh, critical race theory in that clip you know <laughs> i want to vote against critical race theory do you know what what is critical race theory well I, i'm not in the position to to <laughs> talk about that at this moment because I, comparison buddy the things that i've Appreciate heard it. about it uh i just don't like what have you heard about it uh well you know the it's that, i that i'm not in a position yeah, is gonna win. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. one. I'm cheering for Cuddlecore. Yeah, of course. But of course. I actually like Super Akuma. I don't know much about Tekken. I'm just a Super Akuma fan because he will get real upset when he wins. So I'm, <laughs> I'm cheering for Cuddlecore Midwest Power, but yeah. also Super Akuma winning would be okay with me too. Yeah, I mean, for me, it'll be near Arslan Ash, right? Like, I feel like those are two of them going in as favorites going into that one. But Probably, like yeah. David said, I mean, obviously, I don't know the Tekken well enough. I don't know how it's been going. And I know that the game is, the tiers in the game are very different uh, than, you know, even when I was last playing it with a bunch of new characters and stuff. You know, right. Fakumran, who was added after I stopped playing, and he's cl he's clearly one of the top characters. Like I saw a tier list, and he's still at the very, very top. And so it's hard for me to really judge. I don't know how like a lot of these guys are doing, uh, and such. All right. Well, congratulations to Nee in advance for getting the Ultra Chen bump and taking the big W. <laughs> that's six thousand dollars for first place for each one of the different games. So bad. That's it. That, that same prize payout that I mentioned, 6000 then 2500 then 1250 1250 That applies to each one of the games. The exception is Street Fighter V also has 750 for 5th through 8th places. So, okay, nice. There you go. Look, it's going to be this weekend. You should absolutely watch. Red Bull always does such a cool job with the production aspect of it as well, not just the actual tournaments, which are like always fun. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of fun action just fighting game-wise, but they're... Their production is always unique and interesting, and I've, I don't know what they're doing this time, but it's going to be fun, I'm sure. So painful. Like, I, I'm just going to say, like, I was invited to go to do commentary for the event, 
but uh, I cannot make it. <laughs> And uh, we'll talk about why a little bit later on on the show. But uh, uh, I've God, I wanted to go so badly to do because like I know their production is always so sick, and I know yeah. they always do a lot of cool things. I really want to do it. I know Li Joe is going to be there, but I think he's more in the host role. He's going to be doing like hosting duties and such. But outside of him and Sajam, I'm not sure who else is going to be there in terms of commentary. Do we know? I like, definitely saw a bunch of other people say that they're going to go. I really should have written that down beforehand. To be yeah. honest, I don't remember. Yeah. I'm sure they got a bunch of great people. It's going to be great commentary. I have no mm-hmm. doubt about that. Uh, and then you can watch it on twitch.tv slash Red Bull. The problem is they're missing the best. Yeah. Shit. I got to do the two sure. Yeah, it's thing. a shame. I'm not going to be there. <laughs> yeah. I told you. <laughs> All Called right, that cool. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, move on. Yeah. Well, uh, no. So no break today. No break. We're just going. Ah, we just go. run it's, it through, a, it's a shorter show. We just sure. Have no problem. Run it through. All right. Yeah. So for the five-five matchup, we got one question. So we're not gonna have any votes. Um, unless you guys want to vote, unless you guys want to vote on the one question, yeah, if you really want to vote on the one thing, you can type it in. You can right type exclamation like mark one in the chat right now to vote for this question right here. Whoops. Ooh, this is a long question. With in-person events happening again, more and more, is there anything you'll be doing differently when you attend events moving forward? I mean, for me, again, like, I don't want to seem like a a jerk or anything, but I'll probably be shaking less hands of people that I don't know and such. I mean, if I see my friends, I'm going to give them hugs. You know, that's just that's just how I am. I'm, I'm a hugger. I have to. Uh, but you know, I'll probably be shaking less hands. I might actually just wear a mask for a, like a large portion of the time when I'm just walking around the floor, I might just wear masks and stuff, uh, just to be safe. And, and uh, um, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Cause I mean, it's going to be interesting. Frosty might be the first offline event I'll go to in a while. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. I, I'm, I, I actually am not a hundred percent sure how it's going to affect how I am at an event in the end, maybe nothing might change. Who knows? I, I don't know. Uh, but definitely I would like to see people wearing more masks because the con flus are way too common and we can actually do a lot to stop that, uh, by having people wear masks again, it's tough because it's the, it's the thief quandary, right? Like everyone's got to wear a mask, but if one sick person doesn't wear a mask, everyone gets sick anyway. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> what about you, bro? Uh, you know, I'm hoping eventually not much will change for me eventually, but that's, not going to be realistic in the near future. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll be like James. I'll be wearing a mask most of the time. Probably anytime I'm not eating or commentating, I'll be masked up when I'm at Frosty's coming up and, you know, anything in the future beyond that for the foreseeable future. I mean, I'm not so afraid of, of getting anything. I just don't want to be a cause that I'm spreading it. Right. You know, like I, I don't want to be that guy that, is not wearing a mask and it's help spreading the pandemic. It's, it's more or less for everyone else than myself. Um, I do mask up everywhere I go, but I fucking hate it. I don't, I don't like, I'm like, I'm, I'm a fat guy, right? I'm a mouth breather unintentionally. Sometimes it gets real moist oh, yeah. inside there. Like I, I, I hate it, but that's, it's not about me. So uh, I mean, yeah, probably I, I, w- I would imagine for 
2022, I'll be masking up at probably every event. Hopefully COVID goes away by 2023 for the most part. <laughs> and I don't have to do that anymore. I mean, once COVID numbers drop, I'll, I'll go back to normal, whatever the hell that was. Uh, but yeah, definitely less hand touching of people. Yeah. Definitely more hand washing. Absolutely masking up for the foreseeable future. I mean, just stuff like that. Otherwise, not much. I'm still going to be out back, you know, smoking a blunt with the homies. Like, it's that's not going to be much different for me, so... <laughs> That's, you know, that's, that is what it is, I guess. Yeah. I, I just want to add that I'm mouth breather because of deviated septums. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. You know about the, the moist mask, dude. That shit sucks. Yeah. I can't even breathe through my nose most of the time. Like if I try, I just don't get enough air. Honestly, I don't get enough air when I breathe through my nose. Rough, dude. So, so it's, I'm going to be doing things that I've already been doing when I go to stuff. Uh, I've been to shows and bars and things like that um not a ton but like we have done some of those things at this point and yeah I mean, i'm just taking the same precautions that i feel like most people are taking when they're taking it seriously i've been wearing a mask i've only been to places that require proof of vaccination i've only we've there's some bars and restaurants here actually now in la actually as of yesterday it's the law that you have to have proof of um vaccination in order, in order to go to gyms and theaters and I think bars as well, if I recall correctly. Uh, so quite a few things. Well, I've only been to places that require that. And even still, like I'm masking up, other people are masking up. That's how I feel safe. And at some point, like I won't need that, but like it's not yet. And I agree that it's primarily, I'm not that worried about getting COVID at this point. I got my booster recently. Uh, I, you know, I'm Didn't still- Getting Friday. I haven't up. gotten yeah, my like, booster yet, time. actually. I haven't gotten you can sign up whenever you want, man. Just go to yeah. cvs.com and they'll, they'll hook you up. So you can, yeah, you can absolutely do that. I'm not that worried about it myself, but yeah, as Tubbo was saying, I just definitely don't want to be like a vector of spreading it. So yeah. I'll, be, I'll be doing the same things that I'm doing now. I actually don't mind wearing a mask. I frequently forget that I'm wearing a mask. We'll come home sometimes. Must be and nice. I'll, I'll have the mask on for another five minutes until my wife like takes it off my face. She's like, do you remember? <laughs> not realize this and i didn't i hadn't realized it so it, that's easy for me luckily and and i won't mind that i think at events i'll probably just be cool with that i do expect that i would i'd rather do like elbow bumps i think than yeah, like handshaking yeah. hello i think i'd rather do that Dude, i mean look oh i used to always kiss the homies right on the mouth so i'll probably <laughs> stop doing that well, I guess. I'm that we can continue at least that tradition only in private look, only in I'll private only right if i've seen your vaccination records I'm just going to say this. The Asian people had it right, man. They wore masks a long time ago, and they just bowed True. to each other, okay? Well, look, I mean, the, the mask wearing <laughs> didn't come from nowhere. The mask wearing came from their own epidemics that yeah. happened mm -hmm. earlier this century. Like so. the SARS and stuff like yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So they, it's, it's from experience. Yep. For sure, that's something that we should stick with. If you're sick in the future, I don't mean with COVID, but whatever, and you have to go out, sometimes you do. You got to go to work. You got to go to the store, whatever it is. I get it. Mask up. And, uh, you know, at this point, I, I mean, feel like we should be cool with doing that. Obviously, no spoilers in the chat, but I, I saw Eternals this weekend. It's a two-and-a-half-hour movie. I had the mask on the whole entire time in the theater, so I'm just like... Yeah, I, I saw Shang-Chi in theater, and the same. I masked up the yeah, whole time. I, was, I saw... I forgot. I, saw, I did forget about it during the movie. Yeah, I saw No Time to Die, also another two-and-a-half-hour movie, you know, like, mask on the whole entire time, so... You know, even for someone like me, like sometimes when I have the mask on, I'll be like, I just want to taste and take a nice swig of like non mask air. And, you know, but like 
you, you get used to it after a while. So <clears throat> when it comes to how things actually go at events, I don't just mean like the COVID precautions. I mean, like how will we react in hanging out with each other again? So far, all the times that I've hung out with friends and family that I haven't seen in a year or whatever period of time it was, it's felt actually really normal in hanging out with them again. Like it hasn't been like, wow, I haven't seen you in forever. We got to catch up. Cause like we've been talking anyway, you know, just like not in, not in person. And the, and the relationships are such that like, it doesn't feel like anything was different. Like time, you know, like with your good friends or with your family, like it just feels kind of that time hasn't passed in that sort of way. So yeah. that's how I expect to feel when I'm seeing people at tournaments again. I think that that, I that, do, that, that will feel normal. I think in many ways. I do expect a lot more people reverting back to Street Fighter Four earlier Street Fighter Four days, where instead of hanging out in the ballroom, you hang out in hotel rooms. Mm, I think a lot of people right, will be doing that because yeah. they're not going to want to sit in the ballroom with a mask on all night, even right. though there's a 24-hour venue. I feel like people are going to be a little more clicky at events and kind of just, you know, sh shove into one of your friend's rooms, you know, and do whatever you want, obviously, right? Like you can't enforce a mask rule if inside your own hotel room yeah. so I, I do think people will do that a little bit more in general but other than that i don't i don't yeah i don't foresee it being weird or anything <laughs> like that i mean like i'm excited to see everyone part of, of part of part of why i'm bothering to go to frosties is like fuck man i miss everyone like i miss being at a tournament so yeah. i have dreams about being at tournaments mm -hmm. like and they're, and they're not nightmares by any means you know yeah. like they're very very happy dreams so <laughs> I, yeah I, I very much look forward to it yeah hanging out in hotel rooms after the event so nothing will change for me and david <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> and yeah i hope that that comes here as well he says that on the japanese side it comes from people who are feeling sick and don't want to potentially get other people sick right out. yeah i, I yeah. absolutely hope that we adopt that here mm -hmm. i don't have super much faith that that will happen in at no, least sure some places but i th i think in other places it, it will i mean here most people really are masked in la itself yeah it's very common to see i hope that many of those people will adopt that probably I mean, won't be was categorical it? who was it i, I think was it Flotoss in the chat or someone said that they actually had someone yell at the oh no it was mookin that someone actually yelled at them and like made fun of them for wearing masks dude like mm. that's why it'll never happen <laughs> here in the states we're never gonna get that you yeah. know like if i were to hear that i think my reaction would just be to laugh because they've like owned themselves and <laughs> cell phones are <laughs> rare so it would be, it'd be a great opportunity are they time. Well, maybe Are cell not. phones rare on that side? Maybe they're not. Dang, that was in Canada, actually, that Mookin says. So that wasn't even here in the States. Dang. Okay. Oh, that is a har is hardly an American-only thing, unfortunately. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I, I do right. feel like it was propagated by America, though. I really do. I've... Oh, well, we're leading the world in jackassery, if that's what you mean. But there are yes. jackasses yes. all over <laughs> That's exactly what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. all right that's it i guess for this one as we wind down the clock no timer busters here oh okay let's nope, go we're good all right so just this is the uh g uh the the i guess we can call it awesome news done quick a n d q portion of the stream where we're gonna get dmca'd by agdq <laughs> with lol esports at dpg at law.com right yeah yeah, yeah that's coming uh, for us if only but, we knew anybody who worked at or with or was in control of 
the GDQs. I don't yeah, know. I know, like, like fourth in charge or whatever. You yeah, know, I don't know GDQs, anybody who works so, there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, Idom after a long time of not being sponsored was finally picked up by a team and was picked up by Team Xset. Uh, I actually don't know much about the team, but I'm obviously not the most well in tune with outside FGC esports. Do you guys know anything about the Xset team? I know that when I looked on their Twitter page, they had about 58,000 followers. Yeah. So therefore, James Chen is more popular than Team Xset. Therefore, James Chen is now valued at $5 million. Suck my nuts, asshole. The, the suck yeah. my nuts, asshole NFT will be going on sale. In, <laughs> exactly. Yep. In, and we're going to start trading J Chen on the Nasdaq. Yeah. Uh, that goes up tomorrow, guys. Buy your, buy your uh, stock. <laughs> Don't forget to buy your JC, your J coin as well. Yeah. There you go. J- I'm changing my name to James J Coinser uh, very soon. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, that is mm-hmm. officially happening. <sighs> so anyway, yes, I do know Xset. I've heard of them. Okay. Um, they do a bunch of different esports. A lot of this is, I think, their first time getting into the FGC. As a matter of fact. So okay. they have a lot of experience in other esports. They also, I mean, it's not just esports. They do kind of like entertainment in the same sort of way that maybe like FaZe is not just or even primarily about right. esports. It's also like content creators. Uh, Xset does a lot of that as well. And I haven't heard the things that I've heard about FaZe about Xset. So congratulations <laughs> to Xset. Happy for IDOM. That's super uh, cool. Some He's, people are saying that he, they have a strong Valorant team, that they're co-owned by uh, Ezekiel Elliott, who's a running back for the Cowboys. Uh, I will say that, yeah, for sure, IDOM was definitely rejecting uh, offers for sponsorship. He was definitely being uh, sought after. And, you know, there's just not a lot of good deals out there. <laughs> There are definitely some uh, shady sponsors out there, you know. Well, he's very well deserving. Congrats. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. So he definitely must be getting something good from Exit, like uh, Axum suggests in the chat. Maybe they have a special sock deal for him or something like that, that he's just going to get Exit socks for the rest of his life, you know. Actually, can I get Exit IDOM socks? I I would for sure buy those. Dude. I'd buy it. Yeah. 100%. (laughs) If he gets official IDOM socks, IDOM XX set socks, I think I, yeah, now that you mention it, I 100% would buy that. I'm in. Oh, man. I could always use more socks. It's not quite like the in and out socks that uh, my friends have bought, but, you know, so. All right. In and out has a whole line of merchandise. I see you out there, Tupperware. If if you go into an in and out, they actually have. Like a, on their wall, they have all their merch, yep. all their merch and apparel that you can buy in like every In and Out. So yes, there's okay. In and Out. They make the socks the same thing, the same That's material as they make their French fries. Oh, you mean actually potatoes? Yes, they do. Same material: potato socks, potato fries. Dude, have you seen how they make when, their, when people their say French that they fries? They don't dude? like their French fries. They're telling me that they don't like potatoes. Yeah, every French fry is made from potatoes, David. McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King. Yeah, but do you know how they make oh, those fries? Some hide it more than others. No, the the, the difference is in and out. Chopping the potato right cooks them incorrectly. Tossing them in the oil right they there. They don't double fry happen. potatoes. They don't double you fry them. You can ask them, them to. Double fry them. Yeah, you can, but you shouldn't have to. That's the point. 
No, but, I mean, you have the decision. I get them well done all the time, so they double fry mine that's, all the time. That's because, yeah, that's because you're an intelligent uh, human being. But because I like lived, greasy shit, that's why. So. I've lived within five blocks of In and Out for like almost ten years across multiple different In and Outs and apartments. Just happens to have worked out like that. Have I been there many times? No. But the last several times I've been there, what did I get? Only fries. That's right. I went to In and Out only for the fries. You're just explaining so much about your palate right now. I understand why you make the choices you do now let's it just, do it, it all, we're moving it on all to goes. number seven here we got another topic coming up for you all unless tuba wants to rant about nope it we're now. good nope 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 i'm not doing it he, I, I saw him reaching for the keyboard nope. so i was like i was actually typing i'll type it in discord okay all right all right all right next topic over here oh, uh, i should have saved my star for that man oh should have there's oh, well. some gamesmanship with this thing i gotta pay better attention to like what the coming topics are Oh, you wanted to talk about in and out more Nah, go for it go for it let's move on well steam and game for windows live uh are having a conflict right now so capcom has apparently temporarily disabled street fighter cross tekken on steam due to game for windows live conflict i've seen this happen with other games as well uh, other games that are actually worth playing and are good uh, like Metal Gear Solid 3 and such. Uh, I think it was Metal Gear Solid 2, I think, are being temporarily removed as well. So uh, Those are being removed for a different reason, though. Are they? They have to renew the copyright on the historical videos and information oh, they use. I, I read something that it was a similar thing about the, the Windows nope, for Live it's conflict. Just, just they, they, they okay, don't have the copyrights okay. for those, for the historical data anymore gotcha, and the historical gotcha. videos. That's weird. Okay. <laughs> can they ever get those back <laughs> yeah yeah they're, they're they're gonna work on getting the copyrights again they just let it lapse and they they apparently it was okay. a mistake they didn't mean to okay. Hmm. okay is that how law works i don't know i guess that's what they that's what they reported i don't know man yeah, you so tell me you're the lawyer. I don't know. What am I is lawyer? this temporary or is this permanent then for the street fighter cross tekken one so what, what it sounded like is uh so yeah you you were right james there are other games that have this issue as well the issue is that the game that comes packaged when you download it on Steam has a version of Games for Windows Live that does not work natively on Windows 10. Okay. You can manually go and get the like patch or whatever you want to call it, download it, and then you can play the game fine. Uh, but the, the problem is you have to do this on your own. You have to do research to go find that out. People download the game. They can't play it. They refund it. It's a problem. So uh, Capcom is just removing it. I'm assuming... They're going to naturally update the Games for Windows Live version you get because apparently you can't really disable it. Like it's a, it's an issue with Games for Windows Live games. So I'm assuming they're just going to update what the game gives you when you download it uh, okay. to enable it so people don't have to do all this searching to just get their damn game to work properly. Mm. That's what I'm imagining. But it is temporary. Yeah, I certainly know that people who are into the SFXT scene view this very positively, that they expect that since it's Capcom specifically says it's temporary, um, that that means that players are going to have more like effective and easy access to playing yes, right. second exactly. in a way that won't make them jump through hoops and like download the fan-made patch. And Look, stuff. man, there, there's been sales on the game that have been like, for like three bucks or like seven bucks for the whole package. And I literally haven't gotten it just because of the games for Windows Live stuff. Mm. I was like, I'm not paying seven dollars to go find some Microsoft patch and apply it. Like, uh, I'm not doing it. Like, I, I'll probably just I'm like I would be buying the game to support Capcom, not because I'm actually gonna play it, right? So, 
they could probably make a few more bucks off the title if it was a little bit easier just to play it. I, I hope that happens. Okay, we move on to the tournament result roundup. So, again, uh, we're just going to try to go through these very quickly, uh, different than we've done before. Uh, not much to talk about this time. I'll go through all the results, and then we'll go back and see if any of us have anything to say about any of the results. CPT South Asia was won by Oswald, uh, who used Balrog, Laura, and Poison. So all three characters during that top eight run. Uh, the Smash World Tour NA East Regional Finals was won by uh, Moist Cola, not Saint Cola, not our Saint Cola here, but by Moist Cola using Roy, Cloud, and Crom. And the Tekken Online Challenge 2021 Middle East Regional Finals was won by MD Luffy 19 with Paul. So what those are the uh, those are the results that we have. Now, that was probably the Street Fighter V Luffy, right? No, no. There's only not... one guy named Luffy, as far as I know. Right. Cause, cause Monkey he, D. Luffy. He definitely invented that name, right? That's, that's my understanding. Anyway, right. continue There's... on with the rest. Nobody out there. Anyways, uh, so basically the only thing I want to add was that the Southeast Asia tournament was uh, very surprising. And again, just showing how strong all the different scenes are out there. You know, it came into the tournament with Cien and Brandon. Brandon, who won the Intel World Open on opposite sides of the winner's side bracket of uh, top eight. And they both got sent to loser's bracket in their first matches. So uh, it was a, it was a slobber knocker. Uh, bravery. Cammy was just destroying people. Then he got destroyed by Brandon. Brandon looked unstoppable. Then he got destroyed by I am Chuan. And then I am Chuan reset the bracket on on Oswald, who was the one who sent him to losers. But then Oswald managed to come through, and it was a really really impressive stuff, especially with Oswald being able to use so many different characters, like using poison specifically to stop Brandon's Akuma. <laughs> It was a good tournament. Right. I only have this much to say about it because I definitely uh, saw it as well. And uh, oh yeah, that's right. We talked about NEC, but I didn't go through the results here as well. So NEC 2021 Guilty Gear Strive was won by Aiden Shine, the the Potemkin player. Uh, Melty Blood was won by Ludovic with a Hisui and Kohaku team. Uh, Tekken 7 was won by Shin Palo with Akuma. Soul Calibur 6 was won by Linkors with Amy and Gro. Street Fighter 5 was won by Smug with Balrog and G. Dragon Ball Fighters was won by Legendary Predator or Legendary Pred with Kid Boo, Teen Gohan, Andrew 21. MK11 was won by Gurr uh, with Garrus. Is Garrus still a strong character in the game? Still, right? Yeah, yeah he's still a strong player. I mean, he's <laughs> not, not a top tier, but... Um... Eh, maybe he's top tier. Whatever. It's yeah. pretty up And uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus was won by uh, Tega with Percival. NEC, and man. So cool to see events being back. I uh, hope everybody had a good time out there. I watched a little bit of a few of these events, and it was just cool to see. It felt like things were normal-ish. Like, people were saying, oh, man, I went to this event, and my buddy and I, who I drove with, and I got matched up first round because... I pre-registered and my friend didn't pre-register. Matched up right at the beginning. It was like going back in time to 2019. Like it was, uh, I felt a sense of normalcy when I read that tweet about what happened there. So, yeah, I mean, cool. I saw the pictures too. The venue looked really, really nice, dude. It, it looked did. really nicely done. Agreed. Agreed. Very cool. 
Um, yeah, and someone said that uh, uh, Linkors has Soul Calibur on lockdown. Linkors, uh, Zefu Kai, who got third place. Zef is another player who, you know, a lot of people have said, you know, is one of the strongest and has been winning a lot of the Soul Calibur tournaments as well. But uh, Linkors definitely took it, and uh, Rip City Outlaw apparently getting second place uh, did so without. He didn't have a set where he won like 2-0 or 3-0 or anything like that. It was like hard work for him. And he was the one West Coast player uh, who like did really well and got into the top eight and got that far. So shout outs to Rip City Outlaw as well. Um, cool to see offline events coming back. Yeah, for sure. And with that in mind, let's go to this upcoming set of events as well. Because some offline things are happening. For example, okay. Celtic Throwdown is coming back. Offline, sure is. This is a major in Ireland, many years running at this point, and yay, it's going to be back in person. They've been putting out lists for commentary, and and you can still um, head over there if you'd like to know what the streams are. Uh, that's going to be Spag underscore TK for Tekken and Caliber. It's going to be Unequaled Media for Guilty Gear and Mortal Kombat. It's going to be As One Live. For Smash Bros. and Street Fighter Five, and it's going to be Lithero for Dragon Ball Fighters and Marvel Three. But who is streaming Tough Lavo Arena? Oh no, did I type it wrong? Shoot, sorry. Oh no. Good question. Uh, yeah, please check that out. I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing that. I really like uh, some of the commentators that are in Ireland. Shauna is a Mortal Kombat commentator who I think is super good, and I'm looking forward to hearing that. I really uh, Tough Lavo Arena. I'm excited to see Reflex Ultimate. Like, what? What do you know? A lot more details about that event, uh, Tubo. Obviously, you're, sure you're in the Marvel Three scene, but it's oh, like I didn't. I thought I, put I uh, link there. My bad. I uh, have not been keeping up with the Reflex uh, circuit, mostly because it's hard to keep up because. It's just K Brad talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, I just right. have to look out for the K Brad tweets. Uh, but but I know is. a lot of strong players are there. I know there's going to be um, an actual official East Coast versus West Coast type deal going oh, down. Oh, dang. Okay. okay. Uh, Angelic initi or, yeah, initiated a call-out of East Coast players. <laughs> nice. uh, so there's going to be a somewhat East Coast-West Coast. Obviously, a lot of strong players from both areas are going to be missing because there's a pandemic and mm, not everyone's traveling. Oh, that's um, but uh, but yeah, it should it'll it'll be interesting to watch. A lot I of found strong the players. players list. There. I found it. Oh, nice. Okay. There you go. Okay. What's okay. the players list? Flocker, Justin Wong, Kane Blue River, Chris G, Ryan LV, Ray Ray, Dual Kevin, Jabril, DeadX Pride, Angelic, Mundank, Escalante, Milky, Priest, Winrich, and Prodigy. So honestly, like crap. a really good list of some of the best Marvel yeah, 3 players really of all time, players. including like five KBR is the big four surprise. Evo winners. Yeah, KBR I think is a big surprise, obviously, coming all the way out from Chile. Yeah. So that'll be cool to see him play offline again for the first time in two, yeah. three, four years, like a long time at this point, right? Do you know where it's it takes place? I think Vegas, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because I uh, think I could be wrong though. I heard, I heard he's gonna be in Vegas this weekend. So, so I, I, I thought, sense. I thought it was taking place in Vegas, but I could be wrong. Okay. 
I wasn't planning on going, so I'm not going to pretend like I was paying attention to where the venue would be at. I, it, to me, to me, it's on the internet, right? I can watch it. It doesn't. Matter I know, I know. F Champ was invited to it, but he couldn't make it, obviously, because he he's from Philippines, and I think that they're just not allowed or something right now to to travel to the U.S. I'm not sure, but there's definitely some restrictions for that. So Sunday is for seating. Monday is for bracket. Wow, it's a Sunday Monday tournament. Sunday huh? Monday. Yeah. Interesting. Okay interesting yeah. i wonder if they did that to try to separate a little bit from red bull you know i don't know man yeah, marvel players are gonna watch marvel that's for sure and i'm yeah. looking forward to that as I'm well gonna try to watch that as well so. i will absolutely check some of that out for sure yeah. also as james has written here tough love arena is gonna have a tournament friday november 12th at 7 p.m eastern time there's a 100 prize for that that game is completely free to play Check it out. It is a lot of fun. It's very simple to get into, but it's actually pretty in-depth once you try to do it. I think that it's done a really good job at that genre of like, here's a simple fighting game, but it's complicated. Like it's other games have tried to do that. I think this gun this one has done a really good job of it. Right. And it's playable in the browser as well. So yep. it's like very, very easy to play. Very really accessible. cool art style as well. There you go. That's a bit of upcoming. Uh one more thing upcoming this weekend. Yes. One more once. I'm wearing my CTWC shirt. Classic Tetris World Championships is also this weekend as well, which is the reason why I cannot make it to Red Bull. Um, I am going to be doing the Classic Tetris World Championship Top 8 on Sunday with Chris Tang, as usual, Ooh. which should be a ton of fun. Um, again, like there's so many new players all the time showing up so many young players coming in here and like doing damage and all the tournament scenes and everything like that. But I mean, uh, the top eight right now is actually pretty, uh, well-known players here. So, I mean, you have players, you know, that you were expect Nenu who got third place last oh, second place last year third place last year is there again uh huffleupagus is one of the best players right now dog and pixelandy the brothers who played grand finals across the hall from each other uh last year are in the tournament as well but seated number one is joseph saley again the the the, the kid who uh who uh, the clapper versus the smacker Right. The no, no, no. Whopper versus the Whopper. Actually, none of the none of the rollers actually made it in here yet. Rolling hasn't no. quite gotten to that point yet because it's a relatively you, new technique. You told, you told us it was godlike. It was. It the is godlike. It is godlike, but it but requires where are the rollers. That it requires practice. It requires a lot of practice and technique. And uh, some players, I mean, some of the players here have said that they might be practicing rolling all the way up to here so that they have rolling. There was one player during the pools who actually switched between hyper-tapping and rolling at one point in time to try to save themselves, and they did. It was like one of the most oh, hype wow. moments of uh, of the tournament. But That's rolling, cool. I mean, look, hyper-tapping players have gotten to like level 35 or so, which is, you know, few levels past the kill screen which is 29 rollers have gotten to like level 41 and level 42 like the, like 45 or something crazy like that like i've actually gotten to the point now where i talk about this in a very interesting you know i bring this up every time i talk about tetris but like they have to start figuring out how to handle this because 
before it's about Tetris efficiency because 29 was the kill screen. You had to do as well as you could before you got to level 29. And if you didn't, you died, right? And that was the end. That was the end. So it was about efficiency. Now with rollers, if they can get good enough at rolling and they can live all the way to 40 something, it might not be about efficiency anymore, but just that they can live longer than everyone else. And so do they want to change the rules? Also, I talk about this all the time. Rolling has removed the restriction of NES pads, right? So uh, at this point in time, do we want to consider allowing any controller for classic Tetris, right? You know what? Screw this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this here really I'm quick. I'm going to play on a set of dive kick bongos. That's Dude, I mean, you could try. You wouldn't have enough... Uh, Bongos, I think, for that. Bongo? You call them bongos? Haven't you seen? No, somebody actually was using uh, the DK bongos for dive kick. Now, uh, again, you never saw that. Look, I'm telling you right now, Tiny Tex, if you haven't played NES Tetris, you don't know about living till level 40, okay? Because in an NES Tetris, like, it's different. NES Tetris is completely different, and that's why 16-bit, they actually well, play on NES Tetris. Well, it's about time to be moving on, don't you think? I think that we should probably Three, want two, one, So the reason why that um, <laughs> they use NES Tetris is because it is... There's my timer buster. <laughs> there we go. Uh, let me kill my star over here. Um, and basically, uh, NES Tetris is played very, very differently than any other Tetris out there. Uh, it is, uh, uses a completely different set of rules. And so it is the hardest version of Tetris that's like competitive out there. And so there's a legacy behind it now. So a lot of people play, uh, NES Tetris as kind of a legacy thing. Uh, so yeah, that was definitely a burst bait. I was waiting for, I was waiting for someone to give me the excuse to use that. So I was happy uh, that David did that. So, uh, it's actually, no, it's, it's Nintendo NES Tetris, not the Tengen Tetris. It is actually NES Tetris. And there's a certain set of rules. It's all been replicated in, in a Tetris effect in the classic mode, which is super cool because there's no way the Tetris company would ever have let anyone do that in the past. But having a Tetsuya Mitsuguchi actually show up and see it, and then Alexei Pajitnov show up and see it, probably allowed them to to let that happen. Uh, but I really think that with the way rolling has changed NES Tetris, that we are at a point right now where we should consider using any controller and playing on the Tetris Effect version so that more people have access to it and lots of people can play and uh, I think that will increase the user base of people who are able to play instead of hunting for old NESs and NES pads and trying to find an old NES Tetris cartridge, which the supplies are definitely limited out there. So it's not going to be uh, forever that you can get these things. I'm just trying to keep talking to see how many faces David can make during this uh, section here. So East, we definitely gamed this out. He asks, can you counter Timer Buster? Could Tubbo use his Timer Buster invincibility frames to cancel out James's? Nope. 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 We definitely nope. talked about that. You cannot counter a Timer Buster. Timer Buster is the final <laughs> end to yeah. it. Because then it would just final be useless, order. right? Right. It, it, yeah, by the way, just to answer 16-bits question, uh, for the Nets, for NES Tetris, there is a Tetris Illuminati, I guess you want to call them. There's three guys in particular who won who run classic world tet, uh, classic classic tetris world championships which is a 
Uh, Don't screw that up next or this yeah. weekend, James. Trey, Vince, and Adam. They're three very, very tall dudes, and so they're lovingly called the Long Bars. And uh, so they're the ones who run the Classic Tetris World Championships. They're the ones in charge they're of it. They're good guys, so. for sure. Are you going to go there in person? Uh, it is not going to be an in-person event. It is okay. all uh, online, so I'll be Just doing stuff. Uh, yeah. So I all right. Well, have a good time, man. I'm looking forward to that one as well. A lot oh, of yeah, good stuff gonna... this weekend. All right. Yeah, it's crazy. This is this. Cool. There's been a lot of weekends of not much, and then all of a sudden this weekend of everything. So let's do go. it. Let's move on to the mailbag. Yes, the mailbag. Okay, let's do mailbag this. Mailbag it. Ma- oh, mailbag. Yeah. Uh, oh, you did a good job on that sound effect. Thanks. Making fart noises since I was two. Dude, no one's better at fart noises than Vicious, dude. That guy's fart noise capability is. I can't believe that you would say such a thing in my presence. Because <laughs> you don't have your timer buster left. <laughs> oh, no. I can't just cut you off. All right. What do we got here for the mailbag? All right. So the first question that we have from the mailbag uh, comes from, oops, there we go. Stephanie Brownback via Twitter asks, you now have an entrance theme that plays every time you enter the room. What is your theme song? So my answer to this question has been the same for 20 years at this point. Back in high school, my friends decided that my theme song was the then popular Austin Powers theme song. You guys know what I'm talking about. Oh, that song. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They decided that that would be my entrance into a wrestling match if I was ever in one. And I was like, you know, I'm actually not mad about that. I think that's pretty funny. That seems so, about that's right. That's been my answer actually. for the last 20 years. And it will probably always continue to be the same. I think the movie's like pretty funny. I don't know if I like love it, but it's just a great answer for me. So I'm going to stick with that. Do I? I have uh, never thought about this in my whole life. What? But- when CEO, I come on, out, man! You never thought you'd I, make top eight at CEO. I literally have an entrance at CEO. I've I've done oh. I've done that. I've been there, done that. Right. You commentated it with Sajam, by the right. way. That's Anyways, right. <laughs> I was there. Uh, but that was Lupe Fiasco, mean and vicious. Uh, that was. I mean, it wasn't like that's not definitely not my theme song. I don't know what my theme song would be, man. I, I, What's whatever. Your theme song. What I dude pick for me? I don't give a shit. Like yeah, I really couldn't. I like I I've literally never thought about this in my life. Like the acid. It, it, would, it would have to be acid techno remix of Confusion by New Order. The Blade. Sure, there it is. Soundtracks song. That's your. I, you know I feel like James. Absolutely, you know this song for sure. I I feel like I would need to well, have something made it, yeah. for me. I don't think there's an existing song out there that I'm like, yeah, that's my theme song. It would need to be like a, you know, like something made for me. Dear Jesse by Roller Girl. <laughs> yes, that, there you go. that was there you that, go. Exactly, there you that's go. what was made for me. There's your favorite one. All right. What about you, James? That would be oh. mine right there. I uh, I don't I couldn't barely hear it, but you couldn't hear the, it much. Oh, the was the James speaker Enzor not song? loud enough? Yeah, it's the, the Meet the, James the, Enzor song. It's the Meet James Enzor song. The song that, would that have... you get your J Chenzor yeah. name from. That makes sense. 
And if, if you've ever actually heard my ringtone. So my ringtone is not this part. My ringtone is right here. And that's how Ultra Chen TV got taken off of Twitch. Well, yeah. it's no acid techno remix of Confusion by New Order. But yeah, that that's been my uh, ringtone for like twenty years now. So I, it's just like when I hear that, and yeah, I just realized we probably are gonna get DMCA'd for that. So what do we got next on the old mailbag? <laughs> oh, man, there we go. Do, 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 do. Next one on the mailbag is uh, from Marlo. Would you rather be an off, awesome offline FGC tournament player who was complete butt online and had low online presence, or would you, would you rather be unto a god online but totally blow it when it comes to offline events and tournaments? Dude, obviously I pick number one. Does anybody not pick number one? I, I, yeah, I can't even imagine not picking number one. I would definitely rather be an offline warrior than an online warrior. Um, depends on what your goal is. Like, okay. do you, do you want to be a content creator? Because if you want to be a content creator and make money off of this more than you probably would winning tournaments, then you probably want to be an online god. Right. Okay. Actually, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's All that's right. like that. That's the only reason you would pick online God over offline God. No question. However, maybe it would be very funny that you're like a genius offline and then you try to play online, but you're the worst player ever. And like the disparity could be the basis of like a really funny content yeah. series. And and plus, I mean, winning Capcom Cup would require the offline one and get you get you two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, right? So. Man, some of these Twitchers are making that every single month. It's true. It is actually true. Yeah, I'm like... But it's rare. But it's very, very rare. It's very rare. But, but it's also very, very rare to win Capcom Cup. Yeah, even rarer. There's only one way you, 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 you could be an offline god and still not win a Cap Capcom Cup, true. right? It's true. You'd have to yeah. be guaranteed you're the best player in the world until you retire. Otherwise, I think lucratively, it would be better to be a strong online player. Because you can never enter a tournament. You could just say, I don't want to enter an offline tournament. I'm going to make this content. I'm going to reel it out. I'm going to join Panda Global. I'm going to make some tier lists. Like, I, I got a career now. You know, I, I think the lucrative way is being an online god, unfortunately. Dude, can you believe very that, practical and reasonable, I guess. Can you believe that Justin has almost succeeded in winning 100 online tournaments this year? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, one hundred percent. Two tournaments a week, dude. That's two tournaments oh, a week. Boy. He he could have he could have won three hundred if he wanted uh, to. Dude, if there yeah, were three hundred for right. him to enter, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, after like, obviously he can do it, but Justin, the content creator, finding the time to do it is the oh, part yeah, that's he's surprising a busy fella. to me. He's like, I heard he has a family. <laughs> uh, hey, thanks for the sub out World Television. I Love heard. What you do. Thank you very much. You're doing a great work out there. All right, let's move on to the next mailbag question. Uh, this one comes from David's Dirty Dishes on oh Twitter. Yeah. What's more inconvenient between hand washing dishes and fixing a 3D printer? 
Okay, alright. I like how this is continuing to evolve. Uh, look, the inconvenient one is the hand-washing dishes. Hand-washing dishes is just a garbage chore. Nobody likes it. It's not fun or interesting. It's the worst. Much better to just put them in the dishwasher and forget about it for a couple of hours. Whereas this guy, that, yes, you may see, is actually currently <laughs> currently torn down a little bit. Yep. Uh, you know, maybe something... Uh, I've actually bought uh, some... Uh, some grease to put on the lead screw. I'm just going to be doing regular maintenance on it. I didn't think to put it back together before the show, but it's not broken. It's just like regular maintenance that I'm doing. Uh, I I think that's fun. I like messing with stuff like this. Like this has just been a fun project to me. Yeah, half of it's been fixing it. But on since, the other hand, since you've gotten it, since you've gotten it, yeah, have you washed more dishes by hand, or taken that thing apart to repair it in oh. some in some fashion? By far, taking it apart. By far. <laughs> <laughs> By far. But it's, it's been a lot of fun. So it's, it's actually, not actually that annoying. I know some people say hand-washing dishes is worse for the environment because of how much water you use. Depends on your dishwasher. My dishwasher is older than Tubo, probably. Uh, and then also depends on how you wash dishes by hand-washing them. If you run the water the entire time, yeah, absolutely. But if you don't... You can save a lot of water. So personally, I wash them like I'm a fremen on Arrakis. I just spin on them and rub it around a little bit, and then it's good, right? Sounds about right. I think that's it. Moving on to the next mailbag question. I actually really enjoy washing the dishes and putting, uh, and uh, and putting on like a movie on my phone, just like in front and stuff. It's actually kind of peaceful. I got a ton of dishes, dude. I'll fly you out here. I'd rather spend the money flying you out than doing that myself. Just get a dishwasher, buddy. I have one. I just I need what the are you stuff. Doing, Nathan? I need are the you... soap, the detergent. I'm out. Uh, yes. All right. The next mailbag question is: Nathan is going crazy over here. What's the deal uh, Nathan. with Nathan? What's the most robbed you ever felt in a tournament game? Ooh. Oh, wait. Oh. I got one. I got, I got a real one good too. one. Okay. I quit an entire genre of tournament just because of this shit. Okay. So I I was playing mystery game tournament. I don't enter mystery game tournaments anymore. I was playing mystery game tournament, and I didn't understand how the health in KOF 11 worked. Because visually, it looked like I was winning. But it turned out their last character had more health or something numerically, and I lost. And I was just like, I... I won that fight. <laughs> like I definitely felt like I won. And they were rewarded. I was like, fuck this. I'm never, ever entering a mystery tournament again. KOF 11 does not win based off of health. There's actually, yeah, I, I had no idea. I had no idea. There's actually a scoring system that rewards you for doing things that when you, after the whole thing is over... It's who has the highest score on the scoring system. Yeah, that was the dumbest shit I've... I, whatever. I'll never Wait, play that game like again. A Fighter's Destiny situation? I never, I didn't know that. No, I mean, it's... it's it's. I mean, it's a health-based fighting game that you when you fight each other and one person dies or whatever like that, you know, it's like every other Marvel game. It's This is the actual active team-swapping game. Uh, yeah. But in the case of Time Out, it's not judged by health. It's judged by things that you do in the game, so. What a world. What's your answer, James? I don't know. What's a good question? Uh, I know there's definitely been some tournament losses that I'm, like, super mad about 
that I definitely. Well, I mean, I had one turn about it. Okay, I, there was one tournament match where I basically had Serlin dead. I got him to zero health with Ken against his Honda, and I went to do a meaty DP because he had no health left. And uh, he woke up with Ochio throw, and for some reason my DP just did not come out, and I got grabbed because I just did the DP too late. Even after he beat me, he looked at me, was like, "What happened?" And I was like, "I have no idea." So yeah, I I kind of flubbed that one. So uh, David, mine, yeah, mine's not a like fun answer. It's the time that I was on the Evo stage. Uh, to qualify out of my pool in Street Fighter 4. Oh, yeah. And okay, I was playing okay. against uh, Hydro, a.k.a. Hyro from Northern California. And uh, I was playing Dan, and he was playing Goken. And I I blew him up big time in, like, round one or game one. I don't really remember at this point, but, like, for the first big portion of it. And then halfway through, this was in 2012, I guess, or 2013? I don't know. My hands fell apart. And this was, like, when that was really getting bad and i i knew about it obviously but it they hadn't exploded in that kind of way in like such a super public way i'm on stream i there's this big crowd behind me and i just i think i got a stun on him and i just like didn't do a follow-up combo like i walked up to him and maybe like i pressed roundhouse or something but like even the commentators were confused i remember yeah Yeah. they were i think it might have been you and ski and i I don't know. I'm not sure about that, but Ski, I'm pretty sure was on there. And and yeah, Ski, if I recall correctly, is like, man, I've never seen a Dan get played better than that until I've never seen a Dan get played worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it was a you know, I felt robbed in the sense that like, I you didn't lo- lose it. for your Mentally, own. Mentally, I could right. have done it, but like physically right. is an important part of right. fighting games as well, and I just didn't have access to that anymore. Uh, so all right. Bummer, but that is the time that I got robbed the most. And I didn't make it out of the pool, to be clear. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the next mailbag question. Cool. Cool. What a time that was. Oh, man. What a time. What a time. All right. So uh, the next question is from Subatar. Who would win a horse-sized Godzilla, eight cat-sized Godzillas, or 5,000 bloodthirsty guinea pigs who have learned to use toothpicks, needles, and shards of glass. I mean, this is really similar to the question we had last week with the, with the horse and the rabbit, or and the, what was it, mice? I don't remember what it was. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel yeah. like it's clear that the guinea pigs would win just by overwhelming the opponent, right? Okay, but it depends, right? It depends. Are you, is it 5,000 guinea pigs that are like, airdropped on top of you because then their mass is just going to destroy anything like you just won't be able to make it out of them alive they'll just be like a thick mass of them and you're dead yeah. however what if what if we're at the hot gates all right what if this right yeah. is a thermopylae mm-hmm. situation and there i am as the lone heroic horse-sized whatever it was <laughs> i'm a horse-sized godzilla. godzilla yes and there's just a bunch there's five thousand of these little guinea pigs coming at me well, I don't care if they have toothpicks or needles or whatever. I feel like right. I'm just going to atomic breath every single one of them all the way through, and that's going to be that. So I feel like actually just depends on what 
what the situation is you know what's what's the tactical reality on the ground right what's the what's the lay of the land and what's and the lay of and, the land and do the do the guinea pigs have the opportunity to plan their assault from multiple angles basically but if there's a choke point yeah for sure then they're done i mean godzilla I, is yeah is his skin cuttable even like is that ever been established yeah that's 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 where i was that's where i was gonna go i'm not sure he has cuttable skin no but i see, mean he can bleed is... but guinea pigs with shards of glass and toothpicks aren't gonna make it happen but you the know like they, they, is... they can't bite through his skin there's no way no way not with glass for sure not with toothpicks for sure i'm just trying to think because like a, a horse-sized godzilla the atomic breath might not even be effective enough to even work at a choke point because if you think about the 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 the, the life size Godzilla when he shoots the beam and you see it in the movies it's always like the stick beam you can see it run over a car or something like that but if you're a uh, a, a horse size Godzilla that beam is going to be really thin it's not even going to be that big okay, right but so counterpoint to that what if it's Shin Godzilla version which is a really thin beam but it's also like such a laser that it can go through absolutely anything the fact that you are a horse-sized godzilla means you're closer to the ground and right. you may if you just like put your head on the ground and go oh right you just but have do, this laser yeah. coming out do you know you're how tired every you single have to one of you'd them. have to just be sitting every single one of them no dude it would go through all five thousand at the same time it's not being stopped by the guinea pigs their flesh is melting to it uh, obviously so it, just, dep it depends whoop, on how long whoop. the choke point is right if it's a right long on. tunnel yeah then free, free. I, I i think i think from now on we need to have like the set that this takes place in a, a roman arena like that's where wow. these take place okay, oh so like right. where because... hulk and thor fought each other basically kind of right yeah, exactly. Otherwise, we're talking way too much about the terrain. Okay, we're right. talking way too much about right, this, right, this shit right. happens in an arena. We're watching. We're like the the thumbs up, thumbs down guys. Are you right? not I entertaining? Like, I like the eight cat sized Godzillas. In conclusion, that's my final answer. Eight cat sized Godzillas. Think, They're nimble. They got all the Godzilla powers. It's gonna be hard to cut through them with your little knives and whatever. And there's eight, so it's gonna be. I would say the win over the horse. That's a lucky number as well in uh, in Chinese eight. Nailed so. it. Yeah, there you go. I like the horse size Godzilla, but it's it's between yeah. one of those two though for sure. Yeah, I'm going. I don't think guinea pigs stand a chance. I'm going with the guinea pigs, dude. There's five thousand of them. Do you know how many guinea pigs that is? Dude, Godzilla has destroyed entire cities by yeah, just breathing I, I on them. Yeah, only, only when he's like ginormous and taller than buildings, but if he's the size right, of a Right, but horse, a horse-sized Godzilla is still like 800, 900, 1,200 pounds. Like he can just stomp around and kill them. Like and then anyone that he doesn't stomp on, he just flame breaths. Yeah. Dude, all they There's have no to do is just start crawling on him and then just chew out his and eyeballs. And they chew out his away. eyeballs, they, and then what's he gonna do? How's he gonna shoot lizard, anybody? They're lizard eyes. There's no you way they're alligator eyes. eyeball. No way. What's they he gonna do? He's gonna that. run around like this the whole time to keep from them well, yeah, chewing you, his you, eyeball? You, you hit the ones off of you, and you roll in a. It's like stop, drop, you and roll. You can't hit five thousand of these dudes crawling all over you, I think, dude. I think, I think they get bodied. They're immolated, like, almost immediately. They're just yeah, not, and not, I, not I, just, I just think it's a case where they, they can't damage him. It's like, yeah, there's a lot, but they can't, you know, like, if 5,000 ants try to bite into a brick wall, they're not going to be able to bite into it. 100%. That's just, that's where I'm thinking. I like the Godzilla's for sure. Thick. Yeah. All right, next mailbag. All right, we're moving on. 
All right, completely different question theme here. D- completely different themed question here. Uh, yeah. Marlo asks, would you rather fight one sandworm sized? <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. What do you think it is? Mu'adib or one Mu'adib sized sword- sandworm with a sword. I, for one, would just not walk in a rhythmic fashion. Oh, okay. You think it's so easy out there on the desert planets of Arrakis? I think it's pretty easy. Listen, man, I'm going to be high on dune dust, just causing a racket, not being talking or walking in a a noticeable pattern. You're not the Quisla's Hatterack, all right? You're not going to be... I know nothing about... I know nothing about dune, but maybe you are correct. East, you are correct. I would be on that spice. Absolutely. That sounds about Dune lore for a long time. Uh, would I rather fight a sandworm-sized Muad'Dib, meaning 400 meters long anything? No, thank you. No, thank you. I think that's going to be it. If there's a 400 meter long or tall, I guess, because it's a, it's a human, I, that's, there's absolutely no way to beat that guy. Whereas one Muad'Dib-sized sandworm, the sandworm isn't, like, scary because it's good at fighting. It's because it's 400 meters long and can eat you in a gulp. But if it's a human-sized sandworm, it's done. It's easy. For but sure. it, it has hands. Wait, it doesn't have on. hands. It has a sword, though. It has it access with to a sword? a sword. It's sitting next to the sword. It can't grasp the sword with anything. The 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 the, the 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 mad dibs has a sword, <laughs> dude. The 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 mad weary has a has mad a dibs, has bro. a. The Mad Libs, the Mad Libs has a sword, (laughs) and that means it has a sharp object. I told. Anyways, let's move on to the next question. Yeah, what's what's our what's our next one? All right. All right. (laughs) Doug Helen asks if one hundred mice-sized mice. We're skeletonizing James. Who would arrive first to save him? Tubo atop his horse-sized horse, or the Sardaqua, the 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 Sadako lawyer. Laser. Everybody's on the Dune questions today, and I'm very glad that James gets to read those out. I would think that if a thou- if a hundred mice were skeletonizing James, I think it's just too late. I don't think that we have the ability to stop the mice from skeletonizing him, even if even if there's a horse. You know, I don't think that's possible. I think James has died. Sorry, G-G. everybody. GG Nori. GG. Tubo. Nope, we're good. That's it. Nothing. No, I think no. you're dead. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Not, with you've already you're died. Yeah. You're, you're you're bodied, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, you. Have, I'd love you to save you died. if I could. If you're like in quicksand and you're sinking, then that's a different question. But if you're already a skeleton, well. And look, as a Sardaukar lawyer hanging out there on Seleucus Secundus, I am totally, totally accustomed to seeing skeletons and death all the time. It's a very extreme environment. Also, I'm part of a death cult kind of. And so I'm not like put off by the fact that there's a skeleton where a guy who I used to know was formerly standing. I'm used to that. Dude, I saw that 10 times walking over to your skeleton. 
Is this our last question, James? You can interrupt me. Is this There's our last one question? more question. There's one more question. All right. Well, I'm using my time buster to go on to the next question. I'm so tired of Dune. No more Dune. I was. Now trying... I know. I said I'm talking about Marvel movies. Yeah. Absolutely. Jesus. No, except I care about Marvel movies, so you know. <laughs> hey, a lot of people care about Dune, man. They're they're welcome. Alrighty, here we go. Next question. Tavi Turnup asks via Discord, if a horse-sized horse disguised itself as one member of the Ultra Chen to cover for the Tuesday show, which member would portray it the most convincingly? Wait. Would it portray the most convincingly? Oh, would it portray the most... What is with these horse-sized horses, man? I Basically, the question is, which one of us looks most like a horse? Yes, I pretty much. Me. <laughs> I think I think I'm the horsiest. You're the that's there. Sure, I'm gonna claim the horsiest. All right. So congratulations, everybody. No, Thanks. sir, I don't like it. That's literally you, the horse. Mm. I do quote. I do quote that horse all the time. It's true. Oh shoot! Sorry, my bad. What the I, hell? I clicked the wrong thing. I clicked the wrong thing. You're That's trying my to bet. timer buster the whole damn show. I was trying to do something. Boy, but... I mean, maybe if James, maybe if you had a little bit more of an efficient system, this is plausible. But <laughs> it's just I can't late, get James. this to work. I'm there. Late, we go. James. There we go. It's just there too late, go. buddy. It's, it's, it was a good idea. The, the moment passed. Yeah, I couldn't find idea. the skeleton <laughs> on where I saved it on the desktop. I couldn't find it, unfortunately. That was the problem. How come in horror there are skeletons that walk around, but there's never, like, skin? disembodied only muscles or only skin or only the vascular system? It's just as plausible. I think you've asked you that before, skeleton. and people have said Attack on Titan. Yeah. But... In conclusion, skeletons can't stand up under their own power. All right. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out at the Tuesday show. It's been a good one. It's been me. Horseface David and Tubbleware and Skeleton James. <laughs> Thanks oh, for watching. Guys. So mad about not finding out where I actually saved the damn skeleton. Hey, tell us in the YouTube comments anything that's not horse fight related. Yeah, maybe let's you want to talk about him on the old horses versus. Yeah, no more, no more horse fights. Oh man, I'm sorry. I'm trying to look for now the next. All right, I'm... everybody. Thanks. There it is. There we go. Skeletons could probably stand up, right? I mean, they're not that heavy. I don't. They can't muscle. They can't. But it's controlled by magic and the dark arts. Magic doesn't exist. Neither do skeletons. True, skeletons definitely exist. Nobody no, they're fake. Skeleton.